0: Hey yo
1: Number one <laughs> My co-host number
0: one Back at it again Yeah, don't have to use these sidearms no
1: more So <laughs>
0: Now that I don't mind a sidearm I just don't mind a specific requirement For one
1: Yeah, I can understand that
0: after you run around for twenty minutes going, Why the fuck can't this bounty fucking count?
1: And then you actually read it. You're like, oh <laughs> maybe
0: maybe that's something I should do more often.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's true, that's true. Okay. You're here now. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right. So you fellas ready? Yeah, I think so. All right. Sounds good. All right. So it goes a little something like this. Welcome everybody to the Last City Radio episode number 57 of the Destiny and Ludo Shooter Discussions. And as always guys, doing a little housekeeping. I definitely want to keep in mind, I appreciate all of you guys are always tuning in and listening in on all these discussions and having these wonderful guests. Everything is always made possible by you guys always supporting the show and being able to get me into the mode and in the community where I can just go and do my thing. Hit up the different people that you guys recommend and see if I can jump throw them on the show. So I definitely appreciate you guys for that. And on that end, I definitely want to introduce my co-host, my other boys. They're coming, but I got my first one. The guy is always the comedic and funny guy with great rants and just his satire is hilarious. I want to introduce the leader of the Drunken Crucible and Gambit. Movement, none other than the man himself, Ronin Five Hundred Three. What's going on?
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Can somebody tell me what the difference is between a fucking high impact frame auto rifle and a two hundred fucking round per minute scout rifle with full auto on it?
1: <laughs> They, they, they kind of, they're kind of the same in a way. <laughs>
0: I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I'm just sitting here like messing with one, shooting it around. And I'm just like, wait, what the? And I want to like these so much even after the changes, but I'm like, well, if you just put Falado on a really fast scout rifle, there's not that big of a difference. It's almost the exact
1: True, same. I feel it. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, what you've been playing, what you've been getting into so far.
0: Uh, uh, what What do you think I have been playing? What do you think? I'll give you, I'll Actors, give you the one Actors. guess. Well, yeah, specifically, yes. Fucking Lost Sectors, but yeah. (laughs) Just running around, like I said, in the pre-show little thing, trying to uh, get my Titan helmet, baby, my ornament, my little pirate head that I'll wear like twice and then go back to whatever I was doing before. But hey, that's what it's all about.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Gotta keep that grind on. So, that being said, Ronan, I guess we got a special guest that that finally jumped in. You ready for it, man? Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to introduce a guardian. I've been seeing around the Destiny community. Not only he's always rocking his stylish attire with his hunter, but the guy is really, really cool, man. Really smooth guy. Whether it's funny out tech takes with his cat or just having fun, man. Showing you the ropes of how to have fun and streaming all day long i want to introduce you guys to the one and only ash raven what's going on man
2: hey man not a lot just uh, just chilling enjoying the enjoying the company thanks for thanks for that intro hey
1: it's
2: no not problem. a bit stylish or...
1: <laughs> that's right that's right i'm glad to have you on the show man it's it's, it's definitely one of those ones that i was like you know i got to get this guy on man He's a pretty no, cool pre- guy. And yeah, I appreciate the here.
2: invite. Oh yeah, I was a little bit, I was a little bit surprised, because like, I haven't, you know, like, I've been doing this that long, and um, you know, when you said someone's like, Oh, someone, someone recommended, recommended you,' I'm like, okay, cool. That that's just like a nice little personal validation, you know. So, I just enjoy Absolutely. playing playing video games, man, and just sharing that with people, and that's being able to do that in streaming is even better. Just share with more people.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah, man. You know, one of the guys, who was like, "Yeah, man, could you get Ash Raven on?" to see, what... okay, <laughs> you know, I'll check him. I'll check him out. Let me see what's going on with. And yeah, man, your content and the streams don't disappoint, man. You're, you're definitely a gem in, in the community for sure.
2: Oh, dude, that means a lot, man. It's um, yeah, it's early, It's it still feels like early days. It's been a little while, but I'm still learning, learning a lot, and still trying to figure out like my vibe and everything else. It, it's sort of you develop it sort of like week and week and week in it. Yeah. You know? But yeah, we getting there. I feel a more comfortable every day and it's um I just man just meeting the people man meeting so oh, many yeah. people with different perspectives on stuff um it's really challenges like what you think normal is and that's probably one of the most interesting parts of it.
1: Absolutely. Uh, that's definitely that's definitely something especially when you grow in your community man you know you're 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 finding your your place in the community and you're being you and I always tell people I said be unique, be you, you know, because that that separates you from the vast majority of other people who's trying to be like somebody else and trying to, the most, the best thing you can do is be unique and give them you, you know, and always be, be, keep it a thousand with everybody from day one, you know, because I, I found a lot of times I've seen a lot of streamers that started small and, and now they're in a bigger upper echelon of their their community and channel, you know, they're verified and everything like that. And, you know, they didn't keep it real with the, with themselves. And the community expect you to be that person, that, Mm. that type of person that you showed them from the beginning, but if you be normal be yourself and always keeping it real, you have no problems going further in your career. So salute Mm. to you, man. You, you're definitely, you're definitely (laughs) on your way for sure.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a hard one trying to be, um, Trying to be as genuine as you can, but you've also got to. You're also trying to like create like that that environment as well, right? But you're also trying to make sure that's still a part of you that's still true, even though like you can't help but curate yourself a little bit. But like mm-hmm. the long, the, I'm just keep finding that I'm more confident to just let myself be me. I'm. It's that fear of rejection. I think <laughs> if, if, if I be right, if I be right. truly who I am, what if they don't like it? You know, and but <laughs> screw that, you know, <laughs> screw it. Exactly. Um, the, the, the more you do it the more comfortable you get and you realize that you if you, if you be yourself you find your people and find the people that match that energy so that's the goal yeah
1: and that's mo- and that's most important man definitely most important you have to do that because at the end of the day there's so much expectation especially with streamers that you have to be this person you got to be you know on the same team it's a lot of pressures that come along with it especially if you are moving up in a community especially a game in a community like this, Destiny, it, it's one of the most. It's one of the biggest. I would say one of the biggest communities. Really, like you have to play team ball. You have to play ball, mm-hmm. especially when, you- when you're up in the echelon, because you know you. Of course, you want to have a bunch of work with you. What you want to grow and do, what you love, and mm-hmm. to do and be real. You know, it, it can be very challenging, but. You know, it's always that happy medium. How to balance it?
3: So, yeah,
1: yeah. You, you, are definitely, you definitely spot on. And uh I noticed you definitely follow Ray. You know, I had her on <laughs> the time.
2: Yeah, no, she, I was listening she, to that you know, episode. Some... Yeah, yeah. You know, def- definitely a person that like very early on when I started, just trying, let's try to like find different streams, just sort of learn how people do things, and um, that's raised one of the people, one of those streamers that just sort of, like, showed a lot of love. and It's like, hey, this person's cool. You know, whether it be yeah. like the shout-outs and the compliments saying, oh, this person's cool, they stream's this. And it's like, is it? First I'm hearing about it. You know, so just to have someone, you know, give those compliments out v- and just validate that a little bit. Helps you, go, okay, I'm going to keep moving in this direction a little bit. Um, Yeah, cause it's like, I I don't know, I still feel like a baby <laughs> in the streaming area and stuff, but just try, I'm, I'm enjoying it more and more and relaxing more into that, so... Um, yeah. yeah. There's there's so many people that keep inspiring me and helping out and too many to name it's this one moment. So
1: I see I see my guy Mays kinda help you out too. One of the
2: Okay. Dude dude t- dude caught me off guard, you know, just last week, you know. I'm just sitting there <laughs> enjoying enjoying what I'm doing, trying to play video games and then uh I I enjoy Maze's uh, stream. It's just a show, man. It's like going on a show, watching his stream. Oh yeah, and for him to come and like you know raid in and bring all these people, and he's like, oh okay, you're just gonna bring these people and leave them with me. All right, I'll just have a small heart attack or compose myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's done he's done that twice, and I thought this I thought the second time I would be calm. Nope, adrenaline shot straight to the chest. (laughs) um i just i get real giggly i just start laughing you know like dr hibbert from the sense and just that awkward laugh to cover everything that that's me (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i'll be doing it through all this through this podcast too just that 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 giggle so but um it's cool man just just to be on someone's radar is also just validating as well it's like okay cool i respect this person and what they do and how they do things and and i try you try your best like you don't want to just hang around people for the clout and that kind of thing but you just to learn from them and understand Mm. like you know how they're doing things how, what things do i like about them and emulate and it's just yeah the dude just he's, he's unapologetically himself you know and there's yeah. a few streamers that i really admire that do that they're unapologetically themselves and it's like oh i, I should try to be more like that because not being oh you're we talking about before, like if you don't be you it's exhausting you will drain yourself it eventually
1: is. it is and then you're like oh i gotta take a mental break because i'm trying i'm conflicted i'm in a rock in a hard place you know and that's the thing that's that's what i always champion here you know be mm. yourself keep it real you, you don't have to fold to people man it, you don't have to fold be yourself don't be afraid of who you are people are always going to say something people are always going to be chatting about you and you're living your life you're doing what you dream what you wanted to do and and that's the thing i always tell people i was just telling the streamer um Earlier this morning, you know, she was frustrated. I said, "Listen, at the end of the day, you got to, you can't care what people say about you, because only you know who you are. And if you, if you take in what they're telling you, then that means you subconsciously believe what they're saying, which validate, which Mm -hmm. validate them. Don't let, don't fold to them. You let them fold to you, and that's what's most important. You know, because it comes with the game. You know, we, we, yep." we're in this entertainment business there's going to be people that attack you as people ain't going to like what you say what you do it's just one of those things man and and once you discover that for yourself and understand fully yes this all those all those things that those problems is just going to bounce off like eh I don't really care about it I'm doing my thing that's all that matters to me
2: Hmm. I'll I'll let you know when I figure that one and <laughs> get there. <laughs> I'm, so, hey, bro. I'm, you know, it's it's that's it's why I started. You know, it's, we'll get to that later, but like, yeah, it's part of it. Mm-hmm. It's building that confidence. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, and so then that being said, which you wrote like you said, that just rolls into the questions era. So I do want to ask you, you know, how did you start gaming? Like, when when did you start this whole gaming journey? <laughs>
2: Man, it goes way back. Um, I was watching my older brothers play video games. Um, mm-hmm. I was <laughs> you know, just going back to trying to age myself. Um, I, I used to watch my older brothers playing like Super Nintendo. And I didn't play the games. I was, I'd press the reset button. You're like, hey, go press the reset button because you know, they'd be dying in uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts or Super Mario with Donkey Kong Country. So these are some of the hey. very first games I ever saw, man. Like, classics, man, classics. Facts. And then growing up on, a, on the 64 and Samaria 64, GoldenEye, Donkey Kong 64, mm-hmm. uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Yoshi's Story, like all, I had a ton of the classics, man. I didn't didn't have perfect dark. I get a little bit of flack from one of my other friends for that. Not playing that one, but um, <laughs> so it's, it's a little bit of that. And, and I think like I got obsessive with um, like the original Pokemon games, like Yellow and Gold. I spent a lot oh, of time yeah, on that when I was growing up too. So that's a, like a lot of Nintendo stuff was what I, uh, I grew up on. And that just, like, you know, it was spending time with my siblings. That was, like, a lot of that. And that's a lot of, like, one of my little brothers, that's where a lot of those memories are. It's, like, just playing these stupid these games over and over again, you know. Um, yeah, lots of fun memories there. And that's sort of where I started with a lot of stuff, so. Um, that's dope. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing. that That's a lot of games that I played growing up, man. The mm-hmm. country series was my all-time favorite. I loved Golden Island, the the nintendo 64 solid you know mm, that's and,
2: uh, that started the shooters man on the console
1: yeah man people don't people don't realize that man they don't give it they don't give it that much credit it started these shooters and it, it felt so good man i, I loved it
2: yeah you know, it, it wasn't bad I, I don't know if i want to go back to it i think we're i think we're spoiled now <laughs> with how, how good things it, handle man. a control but it's it's it was the multiplayer man playing in the same room Everyone on this on the on the same little CRT TV, Um, and then there's always that one person that pick (laughs) our job. There's always one person that plays our Uh job. Two feet tall uh... can't shoot him in the head.
1: Yeah, (laughs) such amazing time, man. Definitely, uh, you know, from the Super Nintendo to the Nintendo sixty four. There's a lot of crazy games, and you. What's funny is you aren't the only one that mentioned the uh, the Golden Eye. I've had a couple other guys. On the show that mentioned that, I was like, okay, let's go. You're part of the culture.
2: And that one, if you hadn't seen, if you play shooter games now, like a lot of people who grew up, you had to play that one. That was where the multiplayer started.
1: Facts. It it really did. Loved it, man. We had uh, playing the multiplayer. We just always had a ball with it. Just amazing all around. And then it, the thing about it, too, is also uh, if you actually kill one of your partners, especially in the story carrier, they're dead. It's like, no. <laughs> Why?
2: Yeah. yeah. It was brutal. Some of those missions in the hard modes are brutal. But oh, yeah. It, I was sort of thinking it, it was like the era of cheat codes, too, man. It's just not a thing we have anymore. Nope. You know, unlocking, like, paintball mode and, like, doing the missions to unlock all those extra things, like, and I'm mm. I, we could... We just talk about we just talk about games from the nineties we wanted to. Just too many memories oh, yeah. there, man.
1: I would love to have a whole 90s show just talking about all the old <laughs> games. I Dude. gotta do that on all things game episodes. Definitely. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, you're right, man. It, it's it was just a lot of and that's the thing about Cheat Codes. I really do miss that. I, I feel like it shouldn't have been a lost art. People we used to relish and find it things with cheat codes and stuff, you put in different things, and they're like, oh, I got it, I got it. You know, I I feel like it's such a long start now, which is pretty sad. Yeah, it's a little
2: bit different now with everything online and that kind of thing, but...
1: Yeah, I think that kind of spoiled it, because it's like, you know, everybody, oh, you got streamers, which, you know, I would never knock the streamers and everything like that, but, you know, we got the rise of YouTube and People uploading oh, so different, different things now. they found. Yeah, man, it's hard to keep secrets nowadays. There's so much data mm. mining and all this, oh, all yeah. these type of things. It's like it kind of ruined the fun and the the speciality, as I should call it, mm. uh, of the games and finding those secrets and different lost worlds. Now it's it's I could just put the data mining and oh yeah, here's the leak part of the game. <laughs> it's like, oh,
2: man. Yeah, well, I mean, the, you'd, you'd find this stuff out. You wouldn't go and look it up online. You'd go buy the magazines, or you'd yep. hear it in the, yeah. at school. Someone at school would be like, hey, did, did you know Yoshi's on top of the castle in Super Mario? I was like, no. that's you're, you're lying. You're full of crap. You know, like, that, that, that's the kind of like story. I remember this vividly, people telling you about this thing. Like, You've got to do this. you got to do this. You know, it'd just be like unlocking a whole new part of the game, Just discovery. He felt like a wizard, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah.
1: Now I do want to ask you, did you ever get a chance to play Mario and the Legend of the Seven Stars?
2: No, so I didn't play, I didn't have a GameCube. Never I missed that on like all the GameCube stuff. No, that that Um, was on the Super uh, Nintendo. Wait, which wait on Super Nintendo? Okay, I missed that one then.
1: Oh man, I'm telling you. That by far to me is the best Mario game of all time. No lie, no joke.
2: You have to have ethically soul simulators
1: to... then oh listen, you have got to if you get a chance, you definitely have to check that out' because that game will blow your mind how good it is. It's ahead of its time for sure it, it, the storytelling is crazy like the characters that you all you play with it, it it's great. It's a great experience for sure. And the graphics of what they was doing, oh yeah. Mm. I was like, wow, that's crazy for a Super Nintendo, man. And yeah, that game, you definitely have to check that out for sure. We I mean, have
2: to look it up. I'm gonna have to look it up. I was kinda of flown into my radar. Like I wasn't yeah. I was pretty I was pretty young. I wasn't buying my own games. I was dude, my my awareness right. the world was pretty low. <laughs>
1: hey but, um, same here, same here. Yeah, man. Every time I would go, you remember uh, when GameStop used to be Franco Land, and then it changed to EB Games.
2: Right. I, then- so, so from over here, I've only ever really seen EB Games because I don't, I don't even know where we used. We would buy games, I guess, from. I'm Trying to remember, probably a big W or something. I don't know if you have an equivalent to that, like Target A-W. or something. That's about it. Yeah. Some of the yeah.
1: Target, Walmart, stuff like that. I don't know if you guys got a Walmart over there, do you?
2: Um. No, we've only just gotten like Costco in the last few years, I think. Ah, uh. yeah, a little bit, a little bit weird seeing that stuff here. So, oh, <laughs>
1: <different. laughs> Costco's oh, nice.
2: Yeah, so we we could talk about the differences of Australia and stuff with the, the things that we have here. It's a little difference, like I don't know, like we don't have Burger King, we have Hungry Jacks, we got HJs.
1: Yeah, I do actually. You know, since you're in Australia, have you ever got a chance to run into a uh, uh, Milan at some point?
2: No, no, no. no. Um, well, who knows? It depends if he's going to PAX. I guess we've got um PAX Australia's up again in about a month. They've had yeah. a couple years off, obviously, due to the you know, uh, you know, things that are going on in the world in the last couple of years. So I'll be heading down to that in about a month down to Melbourne. So I don't know. I mean, a lot of the, that's it's like the big one that we have in Australia. We now have a lot of big conventions like Comic Con and Supernova, mm-hmm. are a little bit small, and they do one per city. Whereas PAX, they yeah. just do in one place, and it's it's fantastic. I haven't been for a few years, but it's just such a cool event. So maybe, maybe we bump into people. I don't know. Maybe
1: there. I hey. know. Yeah, man. I, I always wanted to go to PAX, man. I, I really want to try to plan a lot of these trips uh, next year, man, because uh, I just feel like now is the time. You know, to really, start. But we got the freedom now we got the freedom, yeah.
2: We got, so, you know, we, we get to go touch grass, it's fine, it's good,
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's, I definitely want to get to packs and it hopefully three again next year. They try to get it back off the ground, I'm down for it. Of course, GCX mm. that's definitely a priority one, uh, yeah, definitely for next year. GCX 2023 you know i definitely want to because i got to talk to wife (laughs) i got to shake a lot of hands
2: oh the lord daddy himself yeah
1: i know man we got i'm such a big lord fan followed a lot of lord and all that type of stuff i just want to have a little a conversation it don't even have to be a whole hour (laughs) i just need (laughs) it yeah that's that's
2: is that is that guardian con
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I that was, a, that was a few months back. I saw the photos, man. I'm just sitting, sitting here on the other side of the world just going, man, I'm so jealous What all these cool people. <laughs> just seeing... it's It was so weird because I was watching, looking at everyone's, all the other streamers, Twitters, and just seeing right. all these people in the same place. Mm-hmm. And it was just... It was really nice just sort of seeing people just relax and just more... Seeing people off stream, you get just a little bit more human touch to it. You know, they're not in performance mode. Um, yeah. And like... It was just cool. It's just like, man, I just, just want to say, hey, just, you know, have a drink or two or three with these people and just, because they all have, a, we all have a common ground. Like, we all love this video game. And then once you start yeah. streaming for a certain amount of time, you start to understand the same struggles, worries, and challenges. You all start yeah. to have something in common just by default. And so it's just, I'm really happy that all those streamers and people got to be in the same room and share that stuff together because it's such a busy thing to do where yeah. the spare time becomes very, very small.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh man, I know I should have been there." I was like, "Why did why did my work schedule just screw me up?" I was like, "No, I would love to been." Uh, it was, it was very depressing seeing how much fun they was having, but I was glad for them though, cause it's like, man, just being able to get back to that event, you know, with all the crazy stuff and being like you said, touch grass and. Seeing how big of a blowout it is, it, I feel like more people came this time around. You mm. know, yeah, it's just like, man, and especially, uh, what a I remember him saying that, that was his first GCX um, that he's ever been to, and he had a blast.
2: Yeah, when I saw those photos of him up on stage, man, and to be to have him up there live, man, the hype must have been real.
1: Yeah, I would say, I would say this was the year of for the short for sure, man. Because uh, I mean, just doing that the whole little uh, bungee rap, Destiny rap Dude, thing, uh, that, I mean, absolutely
2: incredible, so damn cool. Look, yeah. I think I've been watching him for like maybe just a little over a year or something, and even in like such a small time, um, in in that time, like the freestyles and the how fluid he is with that has changed yeah. dramatically. The growth yeah. in such a short time like big difference like right now he will do freestyle after freestyle like i was watching him a couple of days ago like three in a row because he had you know a bunch of stuff happen and it's just so amazing. it looks so easy it makes it I look know, so does. easy <laughs> but that's you know that's yeah. the dedication and years and years of like doing his thing and developing his thing like you, you get to see those moments but you don't see you got, always got to keep conscious that how much work goes in the back of that you know, and true. temper it out and temper your own confidence in that as well not get intimidated but celebrate it yeah, yeah it's man, damn cool man, it's just music- so cool i'm man. a
1: musician myself you know I, oh cool play yeah sax and everything like that so oh you play the
2: saxophone damn
1: you do yeah, um that is great
2: yeah no so I, I i play i'm a guitarist so i've been you know playing for a few years n- noodling around and i had a lot of friends that musicians too so, and that played the saxophone no that's that's a that is i respect the instrument it's a lot of work
1: yes it's a lot of work uh, to play it and stuff and just to get really good at it, you know. Even me, you know, I, I still look at all, you know, my favorite guys because I, I like to listen to smooth jazz as well. Nice. Um, since it's, it's the today jazz and stuff like that, and you know, I was like, man, I still want to be good like him. That's the, you know. Even though I'm good, I want to be. I'm just, yeah. it's, The bar is just limitless. How good. There's always
2: people be. doing crazy stuff. There's always something to aspire to.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Every time I try to watch sweatsickle video or something like that, I'm always looking at <laughs> the background, seeing that Barry Saxon. Like, you know how much you want for that, buddy? <laughs> I'm, I'm willing.
2: Let's see how many see how many Destiny streamers play instruments. They need to, should be it should be a collab. So there's a collab there somewhere.
1: I would love to. I would love to ask that.
2: That'd be hilarious. That'd be incredible.
1: <laughs> we got to do that at GCX. Okay, how many of you guys can play an instrument?
2: you know let it go down
1: <laughs> we gotta see it. so i do want to ask you man uh, yep. uh how did you get into destiny man what what brought you into this yeah. great vast game
2: mm, yeah what's consumed my life for the last seven years um <laughs> so after i sort of got done with like all the nintendo stuff um my early isn't um when i was in high school i met a lot of i moved schools met a lot of friends who um we're into land parties and playing video games, you know, an affectionate group of nerds. Um, so we got into the land party stuff. So I started playing, you know, Halo 2, Halo 3 at LAN parties. So we're getting into the bungee games, right? Um, mm-hmm. and just that land party culture and stuff. And eventually I got my own Xbox roughly when Halo Reach came out. Um nice. and so I got my first Xbox 360 finally was able to get my own. Um, and we played that like every day for like eight or nine months, just playing multiplayer every day everyone would jump on had the little little headsets on um, playing halo reach playing all the stories all over again doing the achievements that kind of thing and just that 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 culture there of like just hanging out with my with my mates and then it was like hey look at this poster that's in like i think it was like halo odst they had the destiny poster in the game no one knew what it was for um, but then when they announced it i had friends who were really big fans of bungie as well and just generated a bit of hype hey this new they're making a new game making something new it's gonna be amazing and yeah so i got in like you know, on that hype i played the destiny 2 sorry destiny 1 beta um on my sister's playstation so i could play it a week earlier because i had the exclusives then mm. um and then um played it on my xbox the next week played it again played the beta and it just yeah fell into place from there i kind of just stayed on with it with the group of friends that you know, were hanging in there and playing and everything else um yeah so that, been playing destiny for a little while just a little while
1: okay okay that's dope that's dope yeah so you just been playing for a little while
2: just a know. little while just so. <laughs> um so yeah all the way back there yeah just just it's like whatever <laughs> it's been i think well i think destiny one was like three years i think destiny Two's in like what it's fifth year yeah i mean like that it's crazy that destiny two has been out so long well. Um, so it played through just about every DLC. Even, well, I think that, yeah, yeah.
1: I is on a fifth year, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah. It, it's I'm crazy we've playing this for so long. Like, definitely had the dips here and there, whatever. But I think the you know, since, like, I think Forsaken, it's been a lot more regular. And the more we do, like, you know, day one raids and things like that, you know, you sort of get a little bit more attached, a little bit more attached the more investment you put in it. And it's, it's always been, you know, like the Halo days, it's stuck with it just because it's got such a memory for me in terms of the people I played with. And the dumb stuff we did, just wasting time running around raids, trying to break things, glitching through walls with sparrows, all the things we did in Destiny 1. It's all those memories, man. Yeah,
1: I hope, man. Yeah, it brought back so many memories of that, man. I wish we could do a lot of that. I feel like Destiny, we're kind of limited on the things we could do with our sparrows, man.
2: i'm just rescuing cats they're jumping on top of my uh, pc um climbing around trying to distract me just afraid a cat will fall <laughs> on my head oh okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah <laughs> yeah oh it's barrack glitching and stuff yeah it's 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 different right that that discovery that sense of discovery man like one of my favorite memories is like doing in the vault of glass back in d1 um we found that you could glitch the raid and take the two relics outside of atheon's fight and bring those almost mm-hmm. all the way into the patrol zone. So one of my friends was initiating this, and we'd spent hours trying to glitch it and take them out. We never quite got it out, got the relics out into the, the Venus patrol zone. Um, but we have some theories that we you know that might work. So maybe eventually we'll get back in there, reboot, boot up the old Xboxes. But it's just that that sense of discovery, man, that just pulled us in on D1. Just everything was new. Yeah. Like you're talking earlier, like the, the city. There's no secrets anymore. We know how Destiny no. works. You know, we know what to expect and do a little bit, but just like you know, I still remember like you know, when someone would do something for the first time, it'd be posted on Reddit, and everyone like, you can do that, you can do that thing with this subclass in this particular way, okay? Then everyone picks what? up on it, right? Like, yeah, like metas aren't defined, you know. It's just that sense of discovery, man. It's um, I know it's a little bit lost these days, but it's still, it's still, that's why like sometimes I'll just turn off the guides turn off things like doing an exotic mm-hmm. weapon quest it's like all right i'm not going to look up how to do it let's just go play a lot of hide and seek you know like right. the callous bubbleheads from last season little, you know, <laughs>
1: little little yeah.
2: little little bobbleheads i, I decided just to try and find them on my own just so i had i don't know just that sense of discovery just exploring it and appreciating you know the environment the artwork the stuff that's been built in the game just slow down a bit i think we now try to consume destiny Stupid fast, we try to consume it as fast as possible because we, yeah. we're fomoing my way out on like getting gear doing content. So, just it's nice to have those few moments where you slow down, enjoy the content a bit more. You know, mm-hmm. I know it's a hard one, there's too much to do.
1: Hey, I feel you, man. I, I definitely feel you on that. Just trying to slow down and just get it done yourself. You ain't gotta hmm. go and speed through everything. Yeah, that, I think that, that's always been a problem with us. We've just been. You know, okay, we're just gonna go rush through it. We're gonna rush through, rush through, rush through. You know, and we never take the time to say, you know what? We need to kind of slow it down a little bit and do our own thing.
2: You know, just enjoy the.
1: Take your time.
2: Enjoy the scenery a little bit. Yeah.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So I do wanna ask you, you know, how Mm -hmm. did you kind of get into streaming? What? -hmm. Was the uh, story behind that?
2: Yeah, it's um. So I probably wanted to stream for like I don't know, five years, six years, something like that. Just I've seen people do it, and like I do to do that. That's often how I get into like hobbies and things. I'd see so other people doing it. I, I think I could do that. Um, it's one of the people I knew um, outside of the Destiny community is Nezi, who's she's another Australian streamer um, who does uh, VR content particularly Beat Saber but I met this person as an acquaintance and then watched them you know move out of their full-time job into streaming um and that was just so damn cool and then to see them you know sort of grow over the years um and develop into really good communities solid you know and doing that full-time is really cool but I think that you know holding on to a lot of the what-ifs a lot of fear um there's always, always it's like oh you know they'll never work what's the point and finally regret is not doing it back then <laughs> but um what actually got me started was I have some close friends that started streaming for different reasons. Um, one of them, UKYD, is so one of my mates. He does a lot of variety. Um, he's a goofy, goofy dude, but loving the bits. Um, he just started doing it. I had no idea. So I started moderating for him, just helping him out, encouraging him. And um, that was really fun. And then, like, you know, a year later, um, another friend was streaming. and But he started for different reasons. He was like, oh, I'm, I'm streaming to help my mental health. Um, and my first stretch was like, oh, you 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 can just do that. <laughs> he he decided he would just do it to have something to focus on, um, and that was kind of really cool. Um, so for me, I was like, all right, I've been through like a lot of personal stuff in the last number of years, and I wanted to, I needed to rebuild my confidence. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll I'll try and um I'll, I'll try the streaming out for a little bit and see if it helps. Um, you know, I've got a little bit of perfectionism, so it kind of that stops me from you know. Like getting things done, and I worry about what people think of me—that kind of thing. And so, you know, the best thing to do when you're worried about, you know, how people like you, <laughs> is to go and stream. Apparently, you know, and with that perfectionism, you—if you're streaming, you can't fix it. You can't sit there and hide it from the world and fix it. You—it's live. It's there. You, you know, that's it. And so, it's helping me just, you know, to learn that kind of thing, be better at like presenting myself, and and re- just trying to have a personal project that. It's me, it's my successes, and I don't have to worry about, you know, failing anyone else. Um, these are just things that I worried about because of all the different things I've been through. And it's just this is something that's for me. And I could do it for me and share it with other people as well. And so, and that's where it started. Um, and that's like I'm still trying to figure out exactly how like what my channel does, because it's a destiny channel. I play Destiny too. That's the main thing, but I also, you know, share a lot of things that I love. And that's like my ethos is like, this is about sharing things I like. So, you know, we'll, my kitty cats will come in for a couple of snacks and we'll open some Pokemon cards here and there. You know, we'll do a couple of things to just, say, just celebrate things that you like. You know, I've got people in my stream who don't even play Destiny. They just hang out to talk, you know? Um, that's and that's weird to me. It's, it's it's bizarre. Like, what are you people doing here wasting your time? But, you know, it's nice to have their company. Um, it's just, it's bizarre. So that that's kind of what started and kickstarted wanting to do it. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it now. I'm, I'm worrying less about the performance and the numbers thing because it's sort of hitting a point where I have a few of the things I really wanted. You know, having just one of the weird things I wanted was, you know, right at the beginning of the stream, just to be able to talk before we even start playing games. And I've got some awesome people that are close friends, but also people that have become just natural viewers who turn up at the beginning of a stream, just talk to you for a little bit. And it's that set that to me, those couple of people that do that, they're like, that's the coolest damn thing right there. Um, People that just want yeah. to hang out and have a chat and whether or not, you know, they're giving something back, you know, they don't realize, I don't know, like you're giving something to them, you know, this little connection for their day, but they're giving something back as well. So I don't know, man, it's, I'm, I'm just going to try and see where it goes, you know, because this, I was setting aside this sort of year to explore this stuff, um, see where it goes and see what I learn about myself and, and make decisions afterwards, you know, end of the year or, you know, when I feel like I need to about what I'll keep doing, but I don't really want to let it go. <laughs> I, I like mm-hmm. I, I like this a lot and you know so if i still see the momentum and things going then i i just want to keep doing it try to keep, make it work so i'm kind of privileged with the time i have and working part-time that i'm mm-hmm. able to do streaming as much as i do i really understand that like not everyone can stream consistently that's a huge privilege and so i'm really lucky absolutely um, you know it's you know but you gotta it's like about talking about earlier. it's like my normal isn't someone else's normal and it's um i'm blessed in that regard um but yeah i don't know i'm I'm rambling now so but yeah it's um... pretty
3: good
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's just like being able to focus my energy into this you know and starting starting from the point of um i'm doing this for me it's now starting to go towards doing for me but also able to do something for other people and just make a place where it's easy to hang out that's where i'm trying to figure out that you know it's a no pressure place to hang out you know and um and play video games and and enjoy destiny man. it's like watching me mauled out in pvp <laughs> when i get tired or whatever it is man um yeah. we're at the point where i'm getting bullied by chat as well as the mods so i think that's i think that's when you know that your streams get hitting that nice point where you're getting bullied by your chat so that's where we're at now so it's good man yeah
1: that's when you know you're starting to grow uh, more when yeah. you start to you see the bullies come through <laughs> yeah you already know. it's
2: good yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah it's amazing man that, you know and You'll notice how fast you start to grow, and to be honest, you know I, you know, mm. uh, especially I streamed a lot um during the pandemic in 2020. Yeah. I said, you know, what? I've always had this this Twitch channel, but I never really used it because I used to stream it on. on you
2: know. Yeah, I tried that for a little
1: bit. Mm. It didn't really work out, but you know, I was what I do now with my YouTube content. You know, if I. I completed a raid or I did something cool, epic, I'll put it. I'll put my content over there. But uh, yeah, you know, but you know what, I got this Twitch channel. Let me go ahead. And let me let me let me try. So I ain't have nothing to do. I was furloughed for my job and everything. I was like, okay, let me buy some streamer setup, some more setup. You know, I I need some extra um in order for me to really do this. So, you know, I bought a, a nice gaming chair, a nice headset mic, uh, a desk mic nice camera. So I just really, literally, you know, just went <laughs> in with that. Like, okay, let me get a nice laptop for that. So I did all those things and then set everything up. Uh, Capture Card can still play on PlayStation. Well, I did all those things and you know, I started going into these discords and really uh, supporting each other. Other streamers, other small streamers and things like that. Just get used to the community. And as more as I was doing that the more it was exposing me to other people and other people started watching my stuff. So I started real small and it started to climb up even more. So I think I started to have at least about, you know, around 15, 20 to 30 people, you mm. know, watching. You know, yeah. every time I was streaming. And, gonna, you,
2: and, know, you get a vibe gone at that point.
1: You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We always have fun. I'm, I remember one of my biggest streams I had like oh, almost over 80 people watching and I was doing a Fall Guys stream <laughs> it's kind of like a, I was doing kind of like a Fall Guys commentator mode stream type mm-hmm. thing and a lot of people a lot of my guys rated me and everything like that and I was like oh man this is great we had a blast <laughs> man. that was one of my favorite streams uh, but uh, you know I got that call for work and of course you already know what happened after that
2: that's <laughs> yeah. a hot yeah. man it's, it's having that time
1: yeah because for me it was all about I want to prove that I can do this as well as everybody else yeah. that was yeah. my main goal of that just say okay I can do this too I can hang in with the big dogs and, and be <laughs> something everyone got all these flashy you know streams got all these flashy animations and all that stuff I just came through as a regular everyday guy, just trying to stream and have some fun, and it, it turned out for the better. And that was the cool thing. You know, and, and that's beyond just podcasts, because, you know, I always podcast and stuff like that. But just being able to do that and see, you know what, I can hang in there with these guys. Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah. you got to set those personal goals, right? It's like just looking at, like, you know, the achievements in the back end of Twitch and things like that, they're, they're interesting, but they get some of the rough and to be able to set those personal achievements, man. It's like why well, at the beginning is like, well, I'm doing this for me. If okay. I feel better as a person afterwards, that's my goal. I'm done. That's,
3: that's <laughs> if goal. I can
2: stream for three hours and feel comfortable at the end, cool. You know, it, it started small. Like, I was like, if I can stream one day a week, all right. Now we're going two days right. a week and this. If I can do this and get a couple of clips and do this with them, like, I had to set these like external goals to the streaming because at the beginning, like, you know, you can stream for three months and building that initial like couple of viewers and things like that. Like, I I, I really don't like the whole like the follow for follow stuff, like the bots and all these things that happen. Yeah, yeah. space, that's it's it's artificial, man. It doesn't last, right? Yeah. Um, so like, I had to put those goals outside of it so that you'd, you know, because I you know even on a weekly basis, I still get the imposter syndrome. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I want to stream today. No one's going to turn up, and then you turn it on. It's fine. It's okay. Um, so they i yeah one, it's a
1: weird... made, yeah, one thing amazing. Yeah, one thing amazing. He was like, "If you're watching your, if you're watching for your viewers, you have lost already." <laughs> mm. I was like, "Yeah, that's deep, man, and that's true." You know, mm. my, your main thing is always just have a good time, do your thing. Yeah. It don't matter if yeah, one yeah. guy's watching. Word of mouth goes
2: everywhere. Yeah, you gotta you turn that number off and just have fun. You that's know, right. it's, if if you're not enjoying yourself and you're sweating over this number, then people see that. <laughs> You know? yeah yeah you, it's you, you it's, it's a weird one right uh-huh. yeah as soon as i turned it off i just started thinking about if i get one clip out of this that's funny or a good play that's it success done the stream has done exactly. that 30 seconds that's it the stream is a success and move on and it's setting yeah. those like reasonable boundaries for yourself right so it's uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah because it's such a hard space man yeah you know, i see it you is. see so many people who are quality streamers the numbers do not reflect how good they are as, as a exactly. streamer, entertainer, and a person. The number doesn't matter in terms of the quality. It's nice, you know, it be nice to you know, mm-hmm. feel more confident to do it full-time or whatever. It's nice. I'm going to, you know, I'd love to see the numbers go up, but it doesn't determine the quality for sure.
1: Yeah. It, it, you could be a really great streamer. No matter. It doesn't matter. Number. Numbers doesn't matter to me because I've seen guys who have You know they verify, they got all this stuff, but they're the most terrible streamers that I've ever seen. We've seen that too, and then (laughs) I've seen the little guys that has really, really good, you know, really good production, really good uh, personality, and funny all around. And they only got a couple, couple of Mm. people watching.
2: Yeah, and it's each their own. Everyone's on a different, you know, point in that journey and stuff. It's like. I'm trying to be it's such a weird thing because it's like you got to be critical from like the creative point of view about yeah, how things are but not personally critical it's such a and it's so easy to blur the two okay. um yeah because of my background and the creative stuff that i've done like that's that's something i've learned and ingrained. and you got to separate the personal and the professional out of it and it's like i just gonna let people i'm gonna let people do what they do um and try just i, I i've done the comparing man and i, I guess i'm gonna just spiral you can't do that either. Uh, don't compare your numbers yeah. to other people. Yeah, <laughs> oh never do that. That was awful. That, <laughs> that, for a week, man, I was spinning. It was terrible. I never did that again.
1: Yeah, and that's don't the do thing. That. Uh, don't ever compare yourself to somebody. Oh, man, I'm trying to be like him. Listen, for me, I would never be A maze, a maze is a maze. That's him. That's his niche. That's mm-hmm. his following. I'm never going to be that. But I, I know what I can be. I can be Pete Carlisle Gaming, yeah, the fun enthusiast, the guy that keep it real all the time. I'm that guy, and uh, and that's where I had to come into it, and with that mindset because I was like, okay, I'm under a lot of. I know the Destiny community is the upper echelon of the community. You got the big names and everything like that. I can't come in thinking like that. I have to come in thinking like, what do I bring to the table? Why do people want to listen to my voice? Why do people want to come watch me? What is it, what's special about me that people just like to come and watch me? And I bring the same passion that I bring for everything. Because outside, of course, a lot of people don't know who I am outside, except for, of course, uh, Ronan, but, and everybody Mm -hmm. else, but uh, that I know in my circle, you know, I'm a very... It, I'm a very unique character because a lot of people, for some reason, people are drawn to me. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just happens. Uh, and that's the thing when I'm outside. You know, there's some people that say, oh, I'm a nobody outside. I need this Twitch stream. And say, listen, you don't need that. And that's the thing. We, A lot of us are so... Because we love the validation of what we're getting as mm-hmm. well when it comes to people watching our streams. And that's that's something that people don't want to admit. Or about, you know, it's a lot of it, you get people to watch. It. you to say, "Oh man, I like this, I like it." Crazy drug. When you think
2: mm-hmm.
1: people love yeah. the, you, why do you think I that keep
2: doing feeling?
1: it? <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> good
2: yeah, I mean, it's so. I did, I did for self confidence, man, and like, and people coming in and like the the ones that are there. To hang out with you, man, and like they're not just there for the game, like it's. Yep. It, I'm learning to separate it out a little bit because, like, you, you get the validation of it, right? But then, yeah, um, you got to remember, like, it's I don't know, it, it's trying to stay humble and that and to keep perspective, right? And yeah, um, I'm a little bit older, yeah. I'm not playing me games in the nineties. I'm twenty-eight. So a little, little, little. little <laughs> yeah, uh, a little, uh, maybe a little older than you. Um, okay. But like it's it's just you know it's just having a little bit more temperament there and just balancing that out. Mm-hmm. So. But you know I'm not gonna die. That's it. It's it's that's the whole point. You look for validation, but I you use it to sort of go, okay, that I'm this thing or this part of me or what I'm doing. It's it validate it towards like the professional project side of it, right? Not just you, but it's the thing you're doing. Like you know, I don't know. I'm trying to like quantify feelings or something. It's a bit bit weird, but. Uh, just trying not to you know it's, we're talking about that ego right i got a little league a little bit of ego so i try to temper it i know what i'm like <laughs> so it's trying right, to balance right. that yeah
1: yeah and that, that, yeah you're right you know when it comes to that it's just all about trying to balance try to get a whole balance for that mm. and uh and just trying to say okay you know at the end of the day it I got my life and I got my personality, my persona.
3: <laughs>
1: mm. Yeah, I'm still the same person, but we, I'm living two different lives at the same time, you know. And, and, and that's the cool thing, about, like I said, it's the cool thing about streaming with people. They just like to be around you because you're you. <laughs> and they're like, mm. oh man, this guy's awesome.
2: Yeah, there's weird yeah. people that want to hang around me. I don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> it's Uh, it's weird man
1: (laughs) but no it's good you
2: you appreciate it i mean you realize how much you appreciate it when you're like oh i haven't seen that person in a week or two you know i hope they're all right and that's when you're like oh you you realize the connection's not just one way absolutely especially when you're still in the the smaller end of the community you real you get you really learn that there's people turn up day after day and then you know if they're they're away on holiday or this and don't turn up you, you worry about them it's bizarre. There's just people on the internet, it's just a username on a screen, but you just learn to mm-hmm. you know, connect to them.
1: Yeah, and just like uh, you know, me and B- Black Dahlia, we've been pretty cool uh ever since mm. I had her on a show way back last year. Uh, and she's grown tremendously since then. And uh, yeah, you know, yeah. just just for her, like she was saying, she didn't realize how big she really was until she was at GCX and people was coming up to us say, oh my god you're black down you, da, 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 da. <laughs> you know that shocked her more than anything yeah it's weird right mm-hmm. <laughs> and she no, she just like she was just starstruck at <laughs> you know the amount of people who knew her and was excited to see her you know she didn't That's realize that absolutely and she was one she was uh, I was her first uh interview nobody <laughs> else interviewed her before i was her first one i was
2: like <laughs> was the...
1: oh yeah i was there i was there
2: that's yeah. well, it we're still just people man no matter how like what the following is we're still just the same people
1: absolutely so, um... you know we're people behind these screens man and yeah that's how i treat people look we're people we, we laugh hmm. and we talk we joke you know i yeah. i don't like when i look at content creators i don't look at them like oh my god is this person yeah
2: i think i think yeah, i, I used to. to have
1: conversation with this person to see you yeah how cool they
2: are. That, that's a big thing that's sorry go ahead
1: sorry
2: yeah like, um, um sorry
1: wait the conversation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, um it's that thing changed that that's what something clicked for me is like not seeing that number anymore so, like, for me, I, I'm a little baby in the streaming space. If we're, talking, yes. if we're talking numbers, right? And then, but then because of the confidence from other people and things like that, there's a point where I just forgot about that when talking to other streamers. Like, I'm not talking up to them. You know, if I was, I, I, I jumped into Discord to play games with Pidge when he was doing Iron Banner last season. Uh, Pigeon. um, mm-hmm. a lovely Scottish friend. The dude just loves having fun. And just, <laughs> who cares about the numbers? You just go and chill and vibe with them. They're also just people like we put these like numbers on like a little name tag almost and you know jumping in there or just talking to a streamer like they're a friend and it's like that that started to click over a little bit and i started to not worry about it you can hang with these other streams doesn't matter what your numbers are but it's like you know contribute to their chats help like just be part of the community and not worry about getting anything in return that took a while as well because like when you start it is overwhelming who do, who do i network with who do i talk to which streamers will talk back to me ah, it's terrifying um but yeah. when you start to like establish your own foundation and how you want to interact um as scorpiana said this thing on twitter once and she said matching energy that phrase is stuck in my head it was just in a random tweet about something i was like that that's it is that for other streamers who just match the same energy that you like about the game and you know, or streaming or whatever that and it's like that's where you find that comfort Rather than you know going out everywhere trying to talk to every streamer, you just burn out. You know, it's like it's right. so easy to spend fifty hours on Twitch a week just talking to people and dropping in on streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ain't healthy. You know, it ain't to...
1: healthy, man. Because not... when you start
2: doing it, <laughs> it's hard to stop because you feel like you disappear. <laughs> you know, exactly. You're like where were you? So it's I'm, I'm trying to find balance there too. It's 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 interesting. It's an interesting space. Yeah. Twitch is weird, man.
1: Yeah. yeah, Tell tell me about it. But it's uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's why I like those social events. I said This is good because people can finally get off their butts, go and interact with people, have fun, talk, laugh, you know, share stories, get a chance to meet so many people. You know, I would love to meet people, with blueberries that <laughs> I've LOG with and things like that. I think that's cool, man. It's like, hey, remember when we did this? You know, I think it I think it'd be really cool. And and that's the thing. Uh it's just it's one of those things where you you, you gotta always you gotta socialize with these people. You know, it you gotta think beyond their stardom and their start, you know, things like that. Yes, they are verified. Yes, they, they do this thing. but they people too, man, they have their own circle, even though it's they're up on the ash upper ash line of the community, they still they still like to talk and be feel like they're human as well mm. yeah because you gotta also think too when they step outside you, when you step outside of the outside world you're just you yeah. <laughs> you know unless you're like doctor disrespect or someone you know where <laughs> you're just like you're over the top big everybody know who you are mm-hmm. but you know you know you're a young partner or you're almost a partner, stuff like that. You're still a regular person. Yeah. You're just getting big in a community, you know. And it, you just gotta be normal and keep it, keep it real with everybody. That's what I like. That's why people mm. are always drawn to me because they're like, you're a cool person. I like that. You're not, a, yep. you're not up in my face or anything like that. You're just talking regular to people.
2: Yeah, just gonna hang. So that's mm-hmm. it.
1: Same thing with a lot of these guys, you know. A lot of guys, you know, they're starstruck with all their famous girl, you know, Twitch stream and everything. That's, that's cool, whatever, but you got to understand that they're people, they're, they're people too. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be up in their face. Keep it smooth. You know, that's what I try <laughs> to tell you. Keep it smooth. You got to do all that. That's over the top because you as just, okay, here's another subscriber guy that's part of my, collection. <laughs> thank you for your patience. See you later. You know. Yeah. You just got to keep it smooth, man. When you if you keep it real and be humble and you know, just be the, just be the cool person, you'll see a lot of results. And a lot of those women respect you for sure. Because that, you know, he never he never try to he never press me like that. Oh, he was just doing his thing and he's always worried about what he's got going on. I like that that person's
2: cool
1: yeah, yeah and the streamers
2: are just people too man just treat them right. like another human it
1: doesn't it doesn't take much don't it doesn't take much it really don't yeah but that being said i do want to get into what is your top five games of all time to
2: you okay so yeah yeah go ahead <laughs>
3: that's
2: here um yeah so i wrote this list pretty quickly actually um so I took Destiny out of it because it's the obvious one. That 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 game is like a hobby and a lifestyle. Um, but a lot of some of these are some old school Nintendo, a little bit Xbox. So there's I threw in there like Yoshi Story uh, and Banjo Kazooie, which were a couple of my absolute favorite 64 games. Um, just fantastic it, adventure game. I know. I heard. I listened to that episode. And I heard. them like, damn, man, I don't want to sound like I'm stealing answers, but dude, if you open that. Go watch the intro, like just screen of that game, the little, the cute song that the Yoshi's are, are, t- are singing and stuff, like play uh-huh. like that one over and over again, like. And Banjo Kazooie is just, and I've I've replayed that on like the Xbox Arcade, still good. It, I played it like two or three times on that, you know, and it, it ageless, it's fantastic. Um, Phantom Crash is a really uh, maybe an obscure one. It's a mecha game that was okay. on the original Xbox, and it was set in like. A, a dystopian japan and you just built built your mech robot and you just went into like a free-for-all brawl you know and it was just like building your mech earning cash do the fights mm. the next day and sort of build up and just go through like a calendar of events and, and tournaments yeah. um halo reaches in there um because right. that was like iconic it that one yeah, like solidified fact. like um you know when i forgot my first my own first console and that like just hard gaming for, m- for months and months on there with friends. Um, and I, I grabbed another, I grabbed an indie game called Hyperlight Drifter. Um okay. It is, it's a, a fantastically beautiful game. If you like Zelda, like old school Zelda games, and like Dark Souls, it's almost kind of like that. It's top-down pixel art game. It is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Cool story in it. Doesn't use any words to tell you really. Um, it's all just okay. visual and and like. Oh. But it's 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 about like a. a a lot of dungeons and boss fights and stuff it's just beautiful it's just so well executed and there's like a sequel coming out i think or in development so um yeah that it's been out for a while but it's fantastic and just gorgeous and like it's a game that i just played and I was like this is incredible i wish i made it you know if, if when that's yeah. that's my standard of like i wish i made this this isn't fair there someone's already had the idea that's like the the um that's my standard there
1: that's dope. Yeah, think,
2: yeah, that's five. Yeah, I think that's five. Yeah, that's
1: five. That's five. That's nice, man. Very interesting yeah. collection, man. Of your top fives. It's awesome. Hey Ronan, I don't know if you if you got any other questions you want to ask my main man.
0: Uh, I would Ooh. just enjoy your all the uh, streaming
2: discussions. <laughs> Is it <laughs> inspiring uh, wait, you wait.
0: to be one? No. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, I- <laughs> I like naturally <laughs> too much to ever involve myself with that.
1: Yeah, he does. <laughs> no, and so I would, would probably just
0: spend way too much time just staring at the chat screen with just this fucking look on my face. Like, why don't you all <laughs> shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he knows you. how I do. I don't. I mean, we'd have fun, I'm sure. But they would get a lot of looks.
1: I like the looks. Like, listen, y'all. He would be hilarious though if he if he if he did it. Oh man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it'll be funny satire the entire time. I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh we definitely got uh some real good news before we get into the Destiny old stuff. Looks like we got something that uh happened in the community earlier today. Which is Mm -hmm. definitely one of those things where you're just like, oh, this is happening. So apparently uh, Miss Elizabeth decided to, uh, she she got in trouble from Bungie. She was a dev for the engineer department of Bungie working on Destiny. And I guess from what I see, you know, it started a controversy of how she kind of talked in the community she's saying you know how corporate heads do you know if you're working for a a corporation you gotta kind of be especially you have to be you know on twitter and stuff like that especially for the community type of stuff you got to make sure you don't piss off the people up top and that's exactly what she did uh seems like i don't know if you got a chance to see it uh ash but
2: maybe yeah. not because like um maybe with the times and stuff but uh yeah i don't know i <laughs> i try to reserve my my opinions up with drama but like interesting um yeah because i think what is it i don't know because I, I was probably asleep i might have been asleep
1: yeah you might have been asleep it happened early like early in the morning i know lucky he definitely covered it uh for sure on youtube
0: but it's okay, been like going on for like a couple of weeks now. I mean, I don't like follow her or any of the people necessarily involved, but you know how Twitter works. It's you, you, you like one thing, and then you start seeing all kinds of shit, right? So it was <laughs> right. It, it started her posts and stuff started popping up, and it was just a couple of weeks ago where she was talking about like she got hired, and then she was doing the work that was like an engineer kind of thing, but they didn't give her like the engineer position. She had a different job title, and she wanted that job title. I don't know if she put I that job title. Some of that. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know if she put that job title on like her Twitter header or what, right? Or she wanted to, and they told her she couldn't. And then she likes, she likes doing like the uh, pole dancing, like the exercise. Yeah. Aspect of it, right? And she likes. She posted some of that, and I guess she likes weed and posted some of that shit. And
1: <laughs> other
0: you co-workers saw it, and then fucking they. They reported her to HR for the stuff that she was posting on Twitter, on her private account, and just a bunch of tattletales couldn't wait to get in the office and just tell
1: somebody about it, I
0: guess. (laughs) Yeah, But then to look at, like, the way she posted things on there and the way she was talking about the job thing, she probably rubbed some people the wrong way. Yeah. Maybe with an attitude. So I think it's like six of one, half dozen of the other kind of situation, right? Mm Yeah. Where it
2: just turned into a big mess, then this is what happened. I just see this man. This shit's above my pay grade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Like, I don't know, man. Like, there's so much information you don't get out of it. Yeah. You know? It's right, it's interesting. Nice. Like, it's the thing to remember is that like, Bungie is still a company like any other company. Yeah. Um so my background, like I stu- I'm I'm a game designer, like that's what I studied and stuff. So I tend to be very apologetic towards game devs and bias them a lot um you know i love what Bungie do i love them as a company but they're still a company yep shit still happens within a company that's you've got you've got people in a space yeah people things are gonna happen um and the, it's just 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 not lot of information like i that's why like I, I remember that now that you talk about it the whole issue of like you know people being upset about titles and things and whatever and mm-hmm. man it's just so far outside of like like I don't want to have an opinion on it because I know I don't have the information, and it's like who am I to go and judge anything that's happening there? Because um, mm, it's yeah. you know, like you, you want you we really want to wind back the clock a little bit and look at you know, not compare it, but like you know Blizzard stuff and things like that, like the companies, yeah, absolutely. man. And the and the bigger they get, the more eyes they need and more stuff they need in place to make sure yeah, that exactly. people are looked after, you know, because yep. you know that stuff just gets swept under. But Bungie seemingly are quite transparent and like to you know put people first. You know we looked at like you know the, the the day one raid date they shifted things and stuff like that they're trying they openly try to push better conditions and stuff but it's still a company they're still full of people and people absolutely. suck absolutely
1: <laughs> yeah you know? that's right and, and i do i do want to touch on this and like you said you're right you know we don't really know all that was going on but at it from what we can see and what she's she's posted i mean because she she just went on a a whole tirade like, okay, going in. She was really uh, hurt about did it. Did it escalate? Yeah. Yeah. She she uh she was just telling about everything like, mm. oh, what happened when they didn't even tell her. The guy didn't even tell her that she was getting fired. She had to hear it from other people after she had to meet. them it was.
2: It Wait, was did it escalate lot, to man. that far? Yeah. Oh. oh. So she
1: like she literally put like. I mean she was just constantly posting. She 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 was constantly posting, bro. Like
0: damn. Like, she, the way it you know. came out, of it, it sounded like she just got her like feelings hurt pretty bad. Like they had a I guess it was like a Skype call kind of thing with HR yeah. and whoever this upper management person was and how he was there until nobody wouldn't like really talk to her during the thing and like wouldn't really look her at her directly, like just kind of staring off camera, I guess, a little bit type five. Yeah. And then yeah. like before they dropped the the real firing bomb, he like just totally or like right as it happened, just totally like disconnected from the call. So she didn't get to say her piece about it all. So she went on Twitter and just
2: was like, I'm gonna say it right here in front of God and everybody. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it sucks, man. Cause like people do people react when there's stuff going on, right? Like there's always a reason for everything. And like doesn't necessarily always just this is like an ethos I try to like judge people by is like People don't necessarily want to do bad things or do wrong bad people, but when there's something going on, there's a reason. It doesn't always justify it, but there's, there's reasons no, for stuff and things going on. It's, it's it's sad to see the outcomes like this where there's definitely a way that this should have or could have gone,
3: but I it went the way. other way.
2: You know? Because it, like, it's a lose-lose I mean, in a lot yeah. of circumstances. Like, it's
0: like you said, too. I mean, it's like things don't happen in a vacuum, right? And no. So it's like we don't know. Right. When he said he wanted to talk about this, I was like, well, I didn't really have much of an opinion on it because it's not my business and I don't really care, you know, but it's like uh, there's 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 these people did what they did for some reason. She did what she did for some reason. And we don't really know what those reasons were. We don't know why the the upper management might have acted like they did. Right. It's like it's easy to read somebody's stuff and say, oh, the victim, you know, but that's not necessarily always cut and dry like that. It's not always exactly you know like what what did you bring to the table that got you in this as a person that exists in the world that has a job that has to interact with upper management and other people yeah. and different personalities all the time right you, you just it's never it's never i was the one that was right and they were the ones that was wrong if you really really do some introspection, sometimes it's a, like i said a little bit of everything from everybody blew mm-hmm. up a situation uh, but you yeah. know it's thanks to the world of twitter and interconnected communications that uh it can just get massively blown out of proportion and then people start taking sides and all the keyboard warriors get involved.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I guess
2: and, ultimately and... like sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh no, what were you going to say?
2: Yeah. Okay, so ultimately, if it's if it's got to the point where it takes to Twitter and this is what happens, it's a failure of management. Like yes. they failed to provide the employee with the ability to communicate to their up to their, you know, the right channels of communication to sort that issue out internally that that wasn't present. There was stuff yeah. going on there that should that like there should be stuff in place where that doesn't need to happen. So ultimately that is a failure of management. Like it's not its fault, yeah. but to say that like that's a failure of the processes and what they're doing to protect their employees and manage their the energy that's there, the way that people work together. Sometimes it's not every employee in relation is gonna work for nope. sure. Um, but you know, that seems like they will take that. Hopefully they take that they move forward and and make sure that's better for the next set of employees and the next group and what's going on there. Right. Like, yeah, as yeah, I said, facts. it's full of people. It's just another workplace at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. And that's the reason why I wanted to bring it because the thing about it is I always, I always like to, to, to give the community lessons as well when it comes to this, because you don't really see a lot of people do this, especially they brush things off and they just don't say nothing. And I think that's, that's a bad thing to go on, because whether we like it or not, she is an employee that works at Bunchy, but she also is a part of the Destiny community as well. So, you know, especially we always up in arms if something something's wrong that happened or somebody got wrong. You know, we, we want to see what happened. We want to go on, say, okay, you know, what are the lessons that we can learn from this, especially that can impact our lives as well for the everyday, the everyday worker. Certain things like this mm-hmm. can, can hinder you, you know, and, and that's to said, especially with Bungie, bad employee. That's bad management one on one, especially how they handled the situation. That was that was terrible. And then you know how she handled her situation, knowing that she's at Bungie, which is a big tech company, and uh you know how trying to conduct yourself, there's certain things you just want to kind of avoid, especially when you're posting because you don't know who's watching you, and that's the thing, yeah, especially your employees.
0: Yeah. yeah, there was the... I think it all boiled down to, like, she wasn't... She was skilled in engineering, right? Degree, you know, whatever, and she had was hired on for something else in the title, but they were using some of her engineering expertise and skills and something she had wanted to introduce into the game yeah. engine or whatever, and she, since they were actively using what she was doing she wanted her title she's like well i'm doing engineering work so make me an engineer and title as well but then they wouldn't do it and then she was wrong or she was right to feel wronged in that right yeah Mm -hmm. but then but then she started talking about it on twitter like openly and i'm sure
2: that burnt some bridges with those people on (laughs) top of it all yeah well i remember the first post on it it was like hey there's a lot of people that are." it came up like i remember the initial post saying this is what's happening i'm addressing all of you Cause it's a group of people that's just an employee that feels like they're being ganged up and bullied. And like, as I said before, like the fact that it got to that point without it being addressed, like someone there wasn't and the action wasn't there. The support wasn't there. Cause like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's such a bizarre thing. And like I said, none of yeah. all the, none of all the deets, but like the person that was trying to stand up for their, their expertise, you know, their qualifications, what they're doing, the work they're doing and try to be validated as an employee you know, in a, in a industry that is typically not kind, um, to the de- to game devs, uh, you know, oh. it's a difficult industry as it is being, mm-hmm. um, you know, a woman or a, or a femme personality or a identifying person in games is even harder still. Um, it sucks, especially in engineering and in the back being a backend dev, it's again, that's another area that's completely dominated by certain like ethoses and Matt and, and styles of, of culture and stuff. So it's, it's, I can understand, man, the the reaction and like the fear that comes, like just being in that space. You have to be like double guarded, you know. It's like, you know, I can't be this online, I can't do that. It's 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 such a bizarre, weird standard of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I just hope, it, like from this, employees at Bungie get to get, get more support, and you know, Elizabeth yeah. gets to move on to somewhere that will work better. You know, that's that's ultimately yeah. the, that'd be the best outcome, right?
1: Yeah, and I I, I definitely want to touch on that because, you know, just with that, especially like in the workplace, you know, we all know who runs workplaces, big CEOs and stuff like that. And it's just all about professionalism, you know, whether we want it, we like it or not, you know, that professionalism, it carries over, even especially being at a company that you work for that actually you have to follow at Bungie, you know, that's your work and that's your job. You know, and then, you know, ranting about certain things and kind of calling them out while they're literally looking at you 4K is a bad look, especially because then they're going to be talking about, oh, we're going to have to try to get this person out of here because, you know, it's a bad blight on our culture because, you know, they're really famous. They're really big on their culture and how they how they do things and handle things. And she kind of pushed back against the status quo. A little, and being that she worked there, it it didn't look good. But also, you know, them denying her a title that sh- you know she's already had experience in, I think that's something. And they use that that algorithm and that that work that she's done. She come on, guys, You should have gave her. They just gave her the title. But I can, like I said, I can see both things and how you know, like I said, both things kind of canceled each other out. In that in this whole situation uh, like I said when it comes to workplaces we all know how it works we've seen shoot I remember I, that was a time where I got you know I pretty much got shit out of my, my title at one point I was hot <laughs> I was hot but I fought back and got it back but I did it in a way where it was professional and I showed them hey listen I deserve this title and you're going to give it to me or I'm walking out you know you got to demand what you want and I can understand, you know, from the, there's females and sometimes there's females are pressured. And then there's also females that's going to be like, listen, I'm going to do what I got. You demand this title. You demand me this title because I, I worked hard for it. I deserve to get paid. I deserve to get a raise. I've been working this long with you guys. I deserve to get a raise. I've been doing a really good job. You always say I do a really good job. I know then I should be awarded that. You know, so you know, I, I, I just think there was some with those uh employees looking at her page and stuff like that. They was they went back and tattled like, oh, she out here stripping, she out here doing all this stuff. You know how you know how co workers talk when they when they uh <laughs> when yeah. they want to tattletale on people they don't like. We, we yeah, know like it's
2: just that's just stuff that they didn't even need to stick their business in, right? In my right. opinion, like, what are they doing? why does that matter yeah. and the that's, thing that's, is with the way well hobby.
0: i mean with the way everything is now because they're not even in the same space right they're all in their individual yeah. homes working remotely mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so how can you know if you like somebody or don't like somebody if you've never actually fucking met them? yeah
2: fact, it's not just judging someone on their hobbies man it's just like oh you know, i a build gundam kits or something's like you're gonna come and rag on someone for something like that just because of their hobbies or what they do for fitness like right. it's just I don't know. i'm getting I'm, I'm sitting here starting to you know Getting a little, little worked thinking, up. Just, I've been reading. I've been sitting and scrolling through Twitter. I'm catching up, And I was like, "This is stupid. This is right. just like this is ultimately like just at the end whole of the list day, of...
0: just the dumbest thing you've ever seen, right?
2: Well, it's right. just <laughs> This harassment and stuff in there that wasn't handled. This is it's it's yeah, it, it's actually crazy. And honestly, yeah. I wouldn't want to stay in that workplace. I wouldn't want to stay there with everything that if all that that's been listed and happened, I wouldn't want to stay there. So on it's, top just, of that, it's just it's sad. That-
0: with all the all the stuff Bungie went through just last year with that expose yeah. and that article and all that, it's right. a bad look. It's a bad look. Yeah. All the way said, it's, it. it's
2: yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. As I said, it's it's another company. It's a it's yep. another workplace, and they will have these things come up. It's how yep. they the big thing is what Bungie does, what they change. What do you do in response to this? Do you go, oh, that's a shame, and do the same thing, or do they pick this up and go, what went wrong? How do we stop mm-hmm. this happening again? Because like. It sucks. It's awful. They're a massive company. They got like something like five hundred or so employees, right. um, something like that, and probably probably more because they've been gearing up for the next yeah, game just, and everything else. I've just seen hiring posts all the time, right? I think it's like getting upwards of a thousand now. No way. Yeah, oh, man. It, yeah, yeah it is. officially it was nine hundred or something a couple months ago. Oh, I am. Yeah, my uh, my numbers are out of date. Um, <laughs> well, they're like, <laughs> like you said. They're
0: they're ramping yeah, up yeah. quick, man. So,
2: yeah, they've been, I've been seeing hiring posts all the time. So it's like. They're going to lose track of stuff. They got to figure, especially when it's remote too. So I don't know. I hope them, I wish them all the best and I hope that Bungie can keep on top of their crap because this is like, this this is is serious ashes coming out, man. It's, it's, it sucks, man. I've seen people work with people who've been through stuff and it's, it's not great and it's always going to happen, but it's how they move forward and what they do. And like, no amount of public, you know, messages and things are going to fix it. It's all, it's all going to be the internal, you
1: know. I had uh I had uh, Sammy Cat on, uh I think what was the last month I mm-hmm. believe, and uh you know she used to work at Activision, especially doing with the Bungie, uh mm. whole partnership thing, and she she's still uh, traumatized by what happened to her as well, you know there as far as other coworkers from that toxic environment, and you know she don't even want to really want to talk about it. No, to... I
2: totally understand that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because it's it's it's, it's just re-exposing. It's vulnerable.
1: Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing is that Bungie, you don't want to relive those days. You don't. You got to do a little bit better. for how you handle stuff, mm-hmm. especially a manager, they need more coaching on what they should be doing and how they need to handle situations if they have to fire stuff. Because you know, yes, you know, if you if you got to fire something. I tell you, I'm a supervisor, right? You know, I'm a I'm a head supervisor, and I've fired people, that have done stuff like that before. It's not easy to do that, but you have no. to put your foot on your put your foot on the gas and can't care about it. You have to say, okay, this is what's going on. This is why you're getting fired, and you're getting terminated, and you name all the th- receipts, and you have the receipts of the things, the reason why, you know, and give people a chance to talk. Now I'ma look down on the ground because I don't want to say anything. I'm just gonna, you know, brush it off and let let somebody else. That is not the way you handle management. It's it's not. Hmm. You have to speak up. You had to look them straight in the eyes. Hey, look, this is the reason why, you know, we had to let you go. A b c. We've saw some things that we thought kind of uh didn't benefit the culture and and kind of broke guidelines this this and that. okay, let's talk about it. It's, it's not it's not that hard or let's go through a repeal let's see what we can do because yeah, I don't even know if she even got a strike or a warning or anything like a write-up or anything we, those are things we don't know uh, really because I'm assuming that don't they have a write-up system. Things like that, of that nature.
2: Yeah, you would think
1: that there's some kind of. One.
2: Yeah, I think this one escalated out too quick. So,
1: I, I think so too. Yeah,
2: it's yeah it. I don't know. I don't know, man. It just sucks. I just read. Yeah, I'm just it, reading yeah. tweets, and it's like this sucks. <laughs> I I got yeah. nothing more to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the things, man. You know, I want to ask uh, Sergio, what did what, you think of this, Sergio? Um, from just listening in
4: well I think
1: you know with being in the state that we're in
4: nowadays is that uh, I I guess people have just kind of like a a direct to just go like nuclear when it comes to like if a company sees something on Twitter they're just like oh shit we got to contain this right and their best course of action it's like with everything but it's always seems like well you we just got to fire this person right and i understand there's probably like a social media clause that's like probably at every company but i mean uh the dude that i think I, i've had friends that have worked at other like you know like that and you know there it's just dominated by you know male toxicity you know so it's kind of hard for i think sometimes for a female that's maybe like a back-end engineer to get the same kind of respect that a a guy would get, you know, and it shouldn't be like that, especially nowadays, right, because they can, they can put out as, I have mm-hmm. female developers at my, they outdo me by leaps and bounds, right, and I have nothing wrong with it, you know, Um, but, yeah, I just think the situation just sucks overall, you know, because, like, you know, uh, you put in a lot of work into, to, to this, and especially when you're really good, and you know you're kind of like uh you know just wanting i didn't even sound like it was a money thing man some people just want to be recognized right just uh, give me mm-hmm. give me a title right and i i think you know um uh, i i think at the very least you know when when, when stuff like that happens i mean uh, uh that means a lot to people you know so mm-hmm. uh, i mean i hate it for it i've been looking on twitter and i'm just like uh man this, I mean, this sucks. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's there's people who's capable, man. there's, there's females that are capable of, at their job as well as guys are. You know, give them a shot. Well right, as, like
4: that whole. I th- I think like the like the 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 battle of the sexes thing is just over. I think yeah. that people should just just look at you know a position for what it's worth, not what a man or a woman brings to it right so i, I, I just think they're just uh uh there should be um uh, no boundaries set when it comes to shit like that anymore mm-hmm.
1: right right yeah and, and that's the thing it's like listen if a woman woman want to get on construction want to do construction she's going to work a little bit harder because we we gotta we do understand that men and women are, we're told we're totally different we're different and uh but if she wants to do it let her do it she thinks she can do it, let her do it. You know. We holding back and doing stuff, I, I think that's that's corny. You know, to hold people back for especially if listen, I don't care. If I had a company and I'm making games, I need the best people possible, men and women. It don't matter to me. Is if you can do the job and you can do it well, hey, you're on the team. That's all that's all they should care about. Yeah. You know. And, and doing her like that, I th- that was a big mistake because now that, that puts them under the microscope uh, yet again when you have other females that want to come into the space and want to have a job there. They're going to look at the situation like what happened to her. Like, I don't know if yeah. I, I want to work with that company. And You know how when ladies are, they will talk. And they're like, girl, listen, I'm telling you right now, I don't think you should go there because look at what happened to me da 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 that, that. <laughs> It can be real bad. You know, so I, I just hope they learn from this, and I hope the lady, you know, she learned from it, too. You know, so that way she could be... better. She looks like she's young, you know, coming up in, in the game. She, you know, I, I just hope the best for her, I hope somebody, uh, another company or you know, she start her own company or whatever in the game. We got a lot of indie devs coming up, you know, that need your help. So, I hope you take the initiative and start looking for another company to work for. But I, I hope the best for both of them at the end of the day. Yeah, I just hope she. I hope, like I said, I hope people learn from this experience. Same thing with Bungie. Hope they learn to be better and need more coaching when it comes to hiring and firing situations. You know, because that's just a bad look. Can't even look look people in the eye and tell them, "Listen, you're fired," or "Hey, look, this is the reason why we let you go." It's just bad look overall. But anyhow, now that we got past the no, the stop the cap section news, let's get back to the game that we all know and love. So, this last week kicked off was pretty pretty hot. Uh, of course, we get we had a lot you know that that uh came out of course season of plunder is live we've been working on that got into the raid uh uh fall so i i want to ask everybody from just this week alone and last week how did you guys feel or how you feeling about season of the plunder so i want to ask Mr. Ash how you feeling mm-hmm. about season of plunder so far right now man
2: man i'm still tired from the day one raid <laughs> <laughs> like that was a long day um it was yeah. good though i i feel like um I, i'm i've been waiting so long for the 3.0 all of the 3.0 classes to be in so you yep. can see like a little bit more of the balance between them um yep. I, so that's that's been really excited so i've been waiting for that and then the next season when there's like artifact mods kind of come out of it and stuff but it doesn't seem too bad um definitely need some tweaks and things but it's just exciting man it's just a cool cool season i didn't expect pirates i play a lot of sea of thieves um mm-hmm. in my downtime when i can with some friends and so i was like oh more pirates yes, yes. um and so yeah that that's, that's like so just to clarify oryx is at the bow so it's not the front of the back it's the bow so that's yeah. where he is and you enter at the stern end. <laughs> just to just to <laughs> stir that argument up one last time so i'm sick of seeing it on twitter i
1: know um, right
2: but yeah i'm pretty excited it's still pretty early in the season like for a lot of assessments that's the hard thing you know we're reading the twab with and we briefly talked before the podcast about like skill-based matchmaking like i still think it's pretty early Mm -hmm. give it another couple weeks feel it out see Bungie tweak it but i think it's cool i think it's a cool cool season it looks all right um but day one raid though i think king's fall is going to be the thing that really like sold this year it's so good it's such the, the changes to that raid fantastic being able to do it on day one nearly broke me um but man it was such (laughs) a such a big thing to come back into it and and that that was 2015 that raid came out i didn't realize how long it long it was and it's like like seven years yeah dude i'm just i'm just wait you know the waves of nostalgia running back over man i know bro
1: yeah how did you like the activities everything like especially you know jumping into the new activity a different feel
2: Mm, I think the the new catch crash and like the, that whole theming I mean, like it's a really cool activity. But just the scope of scale, like I think it's something Bungie just get better and better at. Is like you feel like you're really going a long distance. You're going from one ship to the other and through the rooms. um We'll see how it goes because I know some people are grinding like you know dozens and dozens of these things. Seems an mm-hmm. right activity like um, yeah, the the week to week stuff. It was really short. Like in the last week, I was like, oh, I'm done. Yeah, my weekly stuff's over so quick. I kind of want. A little more juiciness out of that because the storytelling and destiny's gotten really good. Um uh, yeah. it's really dude, dude, seeing the spider back, you know, having more characters as well. Everyone's in love with Ido. Um yeah. I love yeah. racks Dude. Good. Just yeah. I'm like, I'm just glad to see like more of the elixir if, if you know we know like if you've been around on my stream a little bit i kind of like the elixir and, and the barracks and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so anything to do with the fall and i just love the theming of these like you know forearm space pirates it's good so, yeah facts
1: yeah i'm definitely loving to them.
2: yeah we're just trying to relax into it all man just hit the grind each week now just the raid's done we're already thinking about next year so we're just trying to yeah, just chip away at the crafted weapons tick all the boxes that kind of thing facts
1: facts facts Yeah, I agree with you, man. I definitely agree with you. Uh, So, Ronan, what you thinking, man? How you feeling about this season?
0: I'm having a good time, man. I'm having a good time. Like I said, it's pirates. Pirate time. (laughs) It's like... Yeah, 10 times 10. I don't even... People, you know, the complainers complaining. They don't like scurvy. Well fuck off if you don't like scurvy i like scurvy orange yeah man you know any kind of citrus fruit will cure what ails you so it's just yeah dude i'm having a good time after after the heaviness of last season everything was just such a traumatic fucking catharsis for all the characters right Right. i'm like all right cool Mm -hmm. man i don't gotta worry about too much i could just go through some things it's pretty lighthearted. you ain't gotta think too much about what's going on right because one of the good things about Destiny is now with their storytelling, they can they can really make you, like, really think if you choose to, right, and get really mm-hmm. introspective about some stuff, but yeah. for this, as a palate cleanser, absolutely perfect, man. Next season, we can get back into whatever they want to get back into, but for now, mm-hmm. man, yeah, I'm just having a blast. It's It's, I think, like, you know, kind of Ash kind of touched on it, too. It's like the 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 content the activities I think are just getting better you hear people go oh so much uh, almost horde mode not quite horde modes whatever right and it has been like that a lot you know mm-hmm. uh, but between the the loop between the catch crash and then the expeditions right that's neither one of them are too long right that they mm-hmm. feel just just varied enough between them and it never gets old jumping from one giant space pirate ship to the next.
2: Yeah, it's dancing fun. with P- NPCs for loot, dude. Just everybody I forget to celebrate.
0: Mechanic. I feel like I let everybody down because I forgot to emote. I was like, "Oh no, it's me. I did it. I'm sorry."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I'm loving it, man. I, I, I'm, I really love the uh the season. Catch Crash is fun, man. It really is fun. It doesn't yeah, feel yeah. boring to me. It doesn't feel copy pasty like it. I love uh, the jump
0: and. You know, it's like like he said too. Like I agree, I I'm pretty much when it comes to the alien races, I'm a elixir mate Just giving me all falling all the time, and I'm a happy camper. And
1: yeah, and I and I think about it, I love that they finally expanded a lot of the lore and getting this chance to really flush out and hash out the difference, especially the interactions between uh Mythrax and uh Aramis. We you remember we've said before you know we didn't like how Aramis was portrayed as far as you know her being a basically a, a cardboard cookie cutter. Mm. Box it was cherry. not very deep.
2: Yeah, no, just I think this him, right, still.
1: yeah, I think this this season is flush trying to flush her out, and uh and just especially the conflict between the two ideals from House of Light to House of Salvation, and seeing you know, uh what. It seemed like they all knew each other. <laughs> they all knew each other, you know. I think yeah. uh, Aramis is a little bit older because uh, she was there in the whirlwind, whirlwind time, mm-hmm. and uh, it seemed like uh, Mithrax and uh, Spider they know each other because they yeah. was, I guess they was kids back then. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, I didn't really think about what I was doing last week when I was going through YouTube, and I saw this like. Like one of the Destiny Inkblot cutscenes, right? That they do. Not inkblot, but the like the drawing cutscenes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I saw one, it was like Mithras, something or another. And I was like, I was like, oh shit, did I miss something? Let me watch this. And then I watched it was like two minutes long and I realized it must have been a data mine cutscene
1: yeah i watched it and i was
0: i was like wait this <laughs> hasn't been in the game yet where was i i play this thing every day i would not have missed this <laughs> and so according to what that cutscene says, says it, it's it's gonna be uh even though i said you know like lighter tone that i think there's there's a, that this season's gonna take a little
2: turn at yeah. some point i mean there's always that with pirates it's always a little bit of a uh you know the black spot there's a, there's, there's something going on like it's it's why like. I'm um, keen. I liked. I liked Aramis back in Beyond Light. Was it was Beyond Light, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it. I just don't think they really gave her motivations, like the experience to really justify her character as much. Like, no, she, I, I, like I thought, saw she so is. much opportunity. Yeah. So I'm, I was. I so, was like, she's gonna defrost someday. She'll be back. I knew it. She's like we left. We left her there as if we didn't pick her up and put her in a prison of the elders pot. Like we just left her right. there. Right. We just. We were just asking for it. So. Anything. Yeah, so I'm glad enough. we did. Yeah, I'm glad we did because you know it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, you got me, you got me a little excited now.
1: Yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what they do with her. Uh, can't wait for eight forward.
2: weeks. I know.
1: <laughs> I can't wait. It, it, it. I'm. I'm excited for it. You know, I really like their interaction and seeing. And it seemed like she knows. She knows something about uh Mythrax. And you know it kind of ties. Yeah, I don't know if you got a chance to see the lore about uh mm. when they was talking about it when uh I think Mithrax he starts seeing his shadows and they was talking yeah you know what he did. I was like this is gonna play play out somewhere yeah and maybe Erebus might be talking about that some that he has done in the past.
2: Oh for sure. Like it's always like he's got such ideals, but why? And it's going to be one of those, like, you know, does the, does the ends justify the means? Right. You know? Right. That if, That's, that's tends to be a big thing in destiny. It's like who, who is good? Who is bad? You know, I, mm-hmm. that that's finally been explored in destiny. You know, like, I don't know, darkness isn't so bad anymore. You know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to too. grapple hooks and stuff, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I, like this is the interesting in
0: the thing. thing where like darkness is like, actually instead of darkness, you're kind of changing it to where it's just consciousness.
1: Mm. So, right. Right. Yeah, that's the cool thing about that, and, and and that's that's what it's like now. It's just like okay, we we know the truth about a lot of things, and we gotta also ask our philosophical question about if we're able to forgive Crow for what he's done. Aramis would be no. Di- I mean, well, Aramis or uh, you know, what uh, Mythrax would be no different. Hmm. They've done horrible stuff to us. Yes. We know this. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they can't be forgiven for what they've yeah. done.
2: Well, I mean, one of the we're talking about those those like comic the ink cutscenes, one of my favorite ones ever that actually made me feel a little sick was that you remember the Saint Fourteen one? Where they mm-hmm. took where it's like when Saint 14 the monster? That one made me a little sick. Like that that one was good. Was like you know, we, we praise and worship like Saint Fourteen for being so damn cool. He was he was horrific. It was horrific. So that I love like the, the other side of the coin, like Destiny trying to like dig into these things. Like you're saying, last season was deep. You know, it was just all about yeah. trauma and dealing with trauma. I was like, this is cool. You know, it's, I'm really like glad to see this kind of thing in game dev. Like it's being able to use the game not just you know a vehicle of enjoyment and distraction, but yep. just to represent some characters. Like people don't like Crow. I love him a bit because <laughs> he's an outsider and he's full of drama and like, but He's got people around him that are willing to take a bullet for him and support him like salad and sacrificed his you know everything do you, you know what you made a mistake screw that i'm gonna step in place like i love this like the and the people don't understand it you know if they haven't been in that position they kind of don't like him because you think he's just a whiny character but if you know you know you know it's just it's nice to see that that identity in there
1: yeah i don't he's know man i like what they're pretty, doing with the writing he's kind of like he's pretty much like the new light he's the new light character <laughs> you know, amongst everybody, so he's like yeah. trying to get their perspectives and stuff, and he's got his do his perspective. It's is very interesting. Yeah. You know, seeing he's not he's not played.
2: Vanguard material yet.
1: No, not yet. He will be
2: eventually. <laughs> you know, that's, he, right, that's he, what I'm hoping. I'm h- quietly hoping
1: he's going. There's he lots of people that, that won't like
2: it. hmm yeah. He yeah. technically he killed Cade. He technically that's the Vanguard uh
1: yeah, he did. He did.
2: That's all I can He knows people. it
1: now, so he knows. Mm-hmm. It. And he even stated, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna try to get the hunters back in line. I'm gonna go ahead and." Yeah. So he pretty much accepted the mantle, pretty much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keen, keen so, to see it.
1: Yeah, I'm glad. And you know something? He is the wielder of the Hawk Moon, which is pretty cool. You know. We got Cage Ace of Spades. He he's the Wizard of the Hogmane. I was like, okay, it's true, it's dope. You know that they they're doing that. But uh oh, Sergio. So you know how are you feeling about the season overall? Do you love it? What do you love about it? And for this week, how how you feeling?
4: I think the whole podcast is uh, super awesome. You know. So I'm personally me. I'm having a blast just using the glaive during catch crash. It's probably the most fun I've had in a while, <laughs> you know, and, uh, I know destiny recently talked about trying to keep everything. And I'm hoping this is one of the things that they end up keeping as a strike or something. Cause it, I mean, it's fun. It's quick. It's not too grindy, you know? So yeah, it's, uh, nice to see it know, in there. yeah, right. It's just, it's just fun. Right. And, uh, uh, okay, th- okay. I will say I was disappointed with one thing. I'll say one thing I was disappointed in. I really thought I was going to be able to personally shoot a cannonball. That's all. I, yeah, that's I was I reading about the
0: grenade launcher. Yeah.
4: No, it's not the same <laughs> thing, dude. I wanted to push. I wanted to well, push. that's what
0: that's what you're gonna get. So you either take the grenade launcher and you be happy about it, or you just sit there and be sad. Maybe you could post about it on Twitter.
4: I'm gonna post about <laughs> it on <Twitter> after this. <laughs>
0: Don't tag me in it. I had nothing to do with it. You're definitely getting (laughs) tagged in it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, Serge. I'm sorry you don't have a cannonball,
4: buddy. I know, I know. But uh, other than the cannonball issue, it was fun. Me and P tried to... I think we had more fun failing at it than completing it. (laughs) You know, because I think we had... um, I was definitely... So I I guess I'm more of a New Light player, I would say. I did play D... Mm -hmm. uh, like i i I beat like the main storyline and that's really about it right i wasn't like too like totally just like engulfed in it so d2 i kind of did the same thing i beat the main storyline then i left it alone for so long and then like maybe four seasons ago especially when i met p and chris and all that i started to kind of try to get back into it and then now that i've kind of built my own computer I've kind of like super gotten back into it, so I'm kind yeah, of like you, definitely you come on
0: pretty strong in the last like couple of months for sure.
4: Yeah, so I'm like I'm really digging everything oh everything all over again, right? Because like like uh, I I haven't I haven't played any of the use that up until maybe a couple of months ago, right? So I'm definitely having like a total like new light experience, and uh, I guess I haven't been around long enough for the stuff that people are like ah this season was too grindy, or this season was kind of meh. So, uh, I'm sure maybe eventually I'll get there, but I mean, uh, shit, this season has been pretty fun. Uh, I did, you know, uh, I was a little disappointed. Uh, Personally, I I didn't think the Arc subclass 3.0 was as strong as the others. You know, I think there's some cool stuff that I've seen. I just don't think Arc is for me. I'm definitely a, Mm. uh, a void walker, you know okay, um, no,
3: okay.
0: My i kind of i kind of was was waiting around i thought maybe maybe i seen people saying that right and so i thought maybe the same thing but once they released that hot fix and now that the titan warlock resilience is fixed right i don't know i was playing today and i'm like yep yep because I, I, I used to main archetype it used to be my thing right just love Arctite, ballistic slam mm-hmm. whatnot right and now, our Titan's back, baby. It is strong yeah, as shit. Yeah,
4: and, and maybe that's my problem, because like, everyone, <clears throat> when Bungie came out and said that the arc subclasses weren't getting the correct resilience-based damage, I was like, uh... Uh... Maybe, maybe I'll try it again. Maybe I'll try it tonight. But I, I definitely... Personally, just like, I'll... like I think the arc stuff on the Warlock is cool, but I think the op I I will say the speed boost is the shit that's probably the best part about it oh me. my god gotta <laughs> go fast right Dude. it's it's like the scene from from the justice league when he's like shit i need to go faster Yeah, um, yeah. so that's kind of like what i feel like when i'm like that's like the coolest part so far so yeah thank you for the speed boost um but i don't know maybe i'll go back and try it again but you know, i mean i uh, everyone was waiting for the ARC stuff, but I think, you know, that for me, the season out- outweighs the whole ARC class thing. Well, the pirate stuff does, at least, you know, but oh, yeah, o- sure. overall, it's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too, man. I, I, I'm loving it. I think it's it's good. For me, I'm loving uh, ARC 3.0. Uh, I think it's pretty cool.
4: I will say, I think, so I think the other subclasses, Stasis, Boyd, I think all those stuff, um, the 3.0 classes for those were super OP for the warlock. Mm-hmm. I I really think that even with the damage that it gives, uh, for arc is still a little buffed, maybe. But I, I do see that warlocks, hunters, sorry, titans and hunters. I I do see that because um, I've gotten just destroyed in Pv in um, PvP like last night just with people using you know, the um the art class like just killing me so maybe it's been uh, uh I feel like the other classes for warlock got mad love uh, I think maybe it's uh this might be the class that's not the strongest for warlock in my opinion maybe
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, yeah and uh it's one of those things where it's like you know you gotta you have some wins you got some losses when it comes to it You know, but hey, you you found your favorite one. You know your favorite one, and that's a good thing that now everything got identities. Now, Uh, that's the best part about it. Yeah, I'm 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 loving uh I'm loving Uh, 3.0. I think it's fun. You know, especially with uh Call of Storm. You know the the new uh super for the hunters. I'm loving that. Yeah, it does. It need a little bit more damage. uh Um, add-ons to it. Yeah, I, I definitely need. I think it needs a more of a damage uptick for sure. But it's, it's fun, man, and enemies and, mm-hmm. it, 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 it kills ads like crazy. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm glad Blink is back. I'm doing some. Cool oh things. yes.
4: Yeah. So it I, is Blink really all that on the hunter? Because I have. Yeah, like I played I didn't
0: really like
4: me it was kinda
2: oh, fun, man. Yeah, this is fun. it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's the fun yeah, fact. Oh, put a, put a like
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and like from playing Blink on Warlock a whole lot, especially in like Gambit and PvP, right? Not so much in the regular game because it's kind of I don't know, in, in PvE it's just kinda of like a thing, right? But in mm-hmm. PvP and and Gambit, man, when I used to play so I haven't played it on Hunter per se, but Blink being Blink it just once you get used to it once you get used to like the um cuz it can be a little disorienting at first right cuz you just blink and then you got to reorient yourself right <laughs> but once you get used to it man there's nothing like blink
1: it's there's insane. nothing like it bro
2: just bamboozling people in the crucible man it's it's, it's so satisfying just blinking around, either just it's a displacement. People can't don't always read it. Yeah, just watching just like, someone look what? left and right. Yeah, they <laughs> don't know. they look, look left and right. Go okay, where did you go? <laughs> So good. It's just fun, man. It's, I've been waiting. I never thought they'd bring it back. I'm like, no, nah, yeah, it's a warlock identity. I i miss my blade dancer days in D1. They're gone. They're done. And, bro, and someone at tweeted at it. Bro. I'm like, no. Oh, Wait, yeah, just people, made man. made my day. I
1: kept on telling people, I said, look, they're going to bring back Blink. Everybody thought I was crazy.
2: And boom, mm-hmm. it
1: happened. I said, see, see, I told you. You know.
2: It Just had to believe. Move. I had to believe. Just had to believe. I know. I didn't. <laughs> oh, oh, me of little faith. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I love Catch Crash. You know, I always, I said, oh, man, you got to act like a pirate. So I always bring my sword. I bring my glaive, and then I bring <laughs> my 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 uh, shotgun from the season. <laughs> uh-huh. You gotta, you gotta do it. <laughs> it. It's fun, man. I love the activity, and especially just launching in and just fighting alongside, you know, the, the spider dudes. Man, I love, I love that. I hope they can. I, I love. I hope they keep that when you fighting against fighting with your allies.
0: I just hope I'm not the only person in this game that sits there and accidentally every catch crash just like just starts blasting the spider dudes just because at first I'm just like, Oh shit, falling. And I'm like, oh no, yeah, I'm yeah. never mind. I'll blast the shit out of those guys. And I'm like, Oh wait, no, those those are the good guys. I'm like just panic shoot every one of them. I'm
4: like, oh shit. Those are your friends.
0: Yeah, well they're my friends with a couple extra bullets in their ass. They'll be all
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, that happened to me. I was like, oh snap! I was like oh no, never mind, never mind. Yeah, do you love sad. how uh? The, do you like the difficulty? Especially, I don't know if you guys got a chance to play the uh the master version of it. But how do you love the master version? I thought it was pretty good. I haven't
0: tried it myself. Oh,
2: this man. a catch crash.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, I have not touched the master yet. I don't have a chance. I'm just trying to get back into King Fall as often as I can with the homies
1: facts
2: facts outside out of streams i tend to just you know just go and play a lot of pvp and the dailies but the muscle i'll oh, get there so i saw people doing it on the first day but that was when the grenade launchers were still enabled people just it <laughs> people just ran it over with anarchy that's it's just okay, easy it's the same <laughs> but um, yeah
1: man
2: yeah i, I was
1: doing it. it it was pretty good It's definitely pretty it, it's it's challenging i definitely tell you that
2: mm. is it match it's made pretty- though
1: no, uh, okay. no, you gotta me? actually match up with people,
2: <sighs> man. You gotta go looking for the next year's LFG to feature. It. I know, yeah, facts,
1: yeah, it's it's challenging, and uh, they had to fix the reward system in there, uh, because it wasn't getting dropping pinnacles like it should. They fixed it this week, so it'll be the nice. best time to definitely jump in and uh, get it done, absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah we definitely I, sort of. Got the downtime now. Oh
1: all yeah, deflated for sure. from the
2: day one raid and stuff. So just now, just just sit back and enjoy the rest of the season. It's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I, I tell you, you know, doing all the raids and I finally beat it. Uh, this week, I finally beat nice, it. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. So I can now take everybody in there and show them some of the ropes and show them, uh, especially some of the counters that kind of was tweaked and changed just a little bit. Mm.
2: Well, that's the best yeah. part, man. It's just taking people through it. Especially if they haven't yeah. done it before. Just it's it's such a good raid. Each encounter just has such a good unique identity.
1: Exactly. That's what I like about it. You know, it, they have their different identities. It's fun. I just tell people, jump in, man. Don't be don't be afraid. Come on, with me. That's what I tell Sergio. Say yeah, man. Come on, come be a legend. Don't be afraid. <laughs> so try something.
2: Become new. legend.
1: Yeah. New lights. We had to become legend. We was we was mm-hmm. uh young when we first started doing raids and stuff like that. We had to learn, and we became. We, we did it. You know, so it's fun, man. I am glad. I'm glad the raid returned. I was happy with. It. And I'm talking about my my favorite, one of my favorite raids of all time, finally returned i'm happy man i'm, I'm living it
2: yeah you know, like, the war priest can kiss a butt though oh my god
1: yeah oh my
2: god bro. oh my god day day one war priest Dude. oh my god it's, the it's, gatekeeper himself
1: like he literally don't want us to win at all
2: it was, it was crazy like i was watching the a Datto video his review of it if you mm-hmm. of like the stats were nuts like if people beat uh, the war priest. Seventy seventy five percent of players who beat the war priest would beat the rest of the raid. It was crazy, like if that yeah. was just the biggest gate, and it, like it tore people apart. But you know, but, you know other than that, yeah. I thought I thought the day one was pretty good, and everything else that was there oh, that yeah. happened there. It's so nice to go back into it after that, outside of contest mode, and just shred everything. Put them down exactly. like it's not a thing. It's very satisfying.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'm just like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. This is this is what we live for <laughs> in the Destiny community. We love it, you know. And just it, it was just amazing to feel they jump back in it, you know. After all these, and I'm like, man, I almost forgot how this felt. Mm-hmm. You know, because you you we haven't seen it in years. And to finally get back into it, man. I, I was having the time of my life, man. I, I really enjoy it. But it seems like the PvP community isn't enjoying it as much as we they would like to. And uh, it seems like they, they kind of touched in on a lot of the things that's going on with the skill-based matchmaking type stuff. Uh, from what I'm seeing, the folks ain't too happy about it. Well, yeah,
0: just, some <laughs> folks are too happy about it. <laughs> yeah, it was, i was seeing lots of PvP folks that are quite happy about it.
2: Yeah, there's yeah, feedback it's... from all over the place, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah, totally. You know,
2: yeah, let's think of, People can only give feedback on their personal experience, right? And all yeah, of it's really, yeah. really valid. But I think the thing that like I guess say. The thing I find frustrating is when you get it, you get an opinion that's like, "This is my experience, and this is why it should be changed." Like, well, you're, not, you're just one player, and yeah, and good. especially when there's content creators too, like they influence a lot of people and they adopt that opinion yeah. as well. And yeah. it kind of gets clouded of how dominant that is. And like, yeah, there are issues, and like seeing the experiences, like I'm watching a lot of you know a lot of the streamers and content creators who are pretty good players, so they get put up in the higher end brackets. Some of those experiences suck, and Bungie acknowledged that in the TWAB. we've seen this we've seen these issues we're gonna work at fixing them you know they just
1: basically said get good but we are fixing certain things
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah it's it's just a it's a process right and they're they're trying to like fix it for the entire player base and figure out what and they've got goals for the you know to meet so if it doesn't work they'll they'll either remove it or work on it just give it give it more than a week
1: yeah, just let For it just, just yeah, That's not something down. this
2: community is really good at. It's no. Patience.
0: Patience and, like, reading comprehension, like I said. Yeah, the you didn't put that but... sniper rifle in D2? Yes.
3: Patience and <laughs> time. Right, right.
0: Yeah, no. They, I'm that, sorry. That, <laughs> there, would be, there would be too many people that just would go right over their heads anyway, so it's... Uh...
1: Uh-huh. It's like, okay, yeah. you know, we already know what. What time it is with you?
0: You know, it's (laughs) like we talked about at the very before we started. It's it's just it's they said at the beginning. It's like I don't know how people don't understand it. They said at the beginning before it even started. It's like we're gonna start with this, and we're gonna see how it works. And as we see how it works, we're gonna change it accordingly to try to make it a better fit for everybody. You know, but first we have to collect the data, right? And and nobody's like nobody wants. Oh no the end of the universe the sky is falling blah 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 and all the same old hot takes all the fucking time right and i'm like yo little patience they'll be there it'll be fine you know and Mm -hmm. then another thing too is uh one way to solve this and if snow is here he'd agree because we talk about it, it seems like every every show Is that if you go ahead, Bungie, and just give the sweats something to do in comp and trials and give them reasons to be there, they won't really give two shits about the quick play playlist. Mm. You know, it's like, because you're never going to find a happy medium in quick play. You're going to find the the sweats that want to go in there and they are the higher end players, whatever, that want to go in there and, you know, they, do, they say they don't, but they do, because I would. I know what they're talking about. They want to go in there and drop their 50 bombs and just have a good right. time, right? But to somebody else, that's not a right? yeah, th- to those to <laughs> to those people that got dropped on, that's not a good time for them, right? So they're not going to have a good time. And if they're not having a good time, they're not playing. And if the sweats are going to keep doing that, then they're just going to keep playing themselves anyway, right? They were complaining about this. Before the loose SBMM kicked in, they were complaining about having to sweat with each other because the population was so small. Mm -hmm. This this complaint was taking place two months ago, three months ago, four months ago, five months ago. It's been a never-ending, nonstop (laughs) complaint. No matter what they do, it's the same complaint. No matter what's going on, it's the same complaint. And So population's too small, you get the same problem. You're going to run off all the casual players and there's nobody left to stop right yeah or or be casual against because their definition of casual is different than what my definition of casual is i'm just an mm-hmm. average pvp player right
1: What you say casual
0: and but but i mean <laughs> from my personal perspective i just don't really care i just go in there and i have fun regardless if, if i'm getting somebody dropping some shit on my head like that whatever i don't give a shit the next game they might not be there or it'll be a better game or a worse game you know whatever i get sick of the constant like I don't like being on teams at Mercy, other teams. I don't think it feels good. I want to go in there. I want to practice. I want to get better, right? So, for me, skill-based matchmaking is better because I get into more legitimate gunfights, right? But there's just, uh, it's just always going to be something. I, I've given up on any of them, any of us, anybody ever being totally happy with what PvP is, right? The right. best mindset you can have is just to not give that much of a shit, you know? Just, just playing the game to have fun. But, people can't seem to do that no matter what it's like the same people now complaining that 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 are the same thing people are now on the pv side are just complaining about this game's too easy i've seen the twitter takes coming up it's too easy this game needs to be harder this game needs to be that i'm like for who bro for who for you right Uh, there is hard content it's called grandmasters and all this other shit right contest raids whatever right master Mm -hmm. raids whatever right there it's there but you want the whole game to be that way. I don't want the whole game to be that way. I'm perfectly happy with like this catch crash that I'm playing while I'm talking to you right now, mm-hmm. and I'm barely having to pay <laughs> attention to it. You know, this is the relaxation that they're talking about. They want yeah. in PvP. You know, and, and why? Because I'm I'm i I'm, I'm 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 just like I'm stomping fucking hands. You know, <laughs> it's like right right. I'm dropping a fifty bomb on these fallen looking vandals. It's uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, now it's my turn to do the rambling
1: thing. <laughs> hey, man, you're not wrong. I think yeah, you know
0: what I'm trying it. to say, what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's
2: just, there's...
0: What can they really do?
2: You know, what can they really right. do? Yeah. There's so many kinds of players and people play for different reasons. And, like, I, I love PvP and I love trying to push and do really well, hit do stupid things, you know, have good plays. But then also, sometimes you just you just churning and burning and, and that's my time of day to zone out. Like, I play Destiny so many reasons and so you you have those things like i also would like to see more hard content. i i loved how the camp legendary campaign felt to me that was like pinnacle destiny environment like pve but at the same time you if uh, i've been playing this game for so long i kind of just naturally know how this game flows new players and stuff enjoyed it like they said at the showcase like what is it two out of three people who did witch queen did it on legendary people will play it but it's balancing it out right like you've got to have that that where those experiences sit and not just cater it to literally one segment of the player base and it's just people get caught up in it and we don't know how to give feedback and i'm yeah. gonna have a dev rant because like you know this is something i've, I've done this a couple of times on stream Let's and i kind of hate it because like it's i get frustrated like i think it was uh, one of the one of the higher ups in, in a bunch is that we would we, we want your feedback we don't want your instructions though and that, that is the really simple way of putting it. It's like, you got to tell, tell Bungie how you feel, what you played, how it made you feel, um, what happened in it, and it sucked for this reason. Don't tell them how to fix it. Because most of the time, the player is wrong about that shit. Usually it's like an adjacent system or another reason. It's like, oh, control sucks. You know, Like you said so before, so actually, maybe it's because there's not enough things adjacent to the control playlist that are rewarding. People who want a higher, more rewarding experience of PvP, that doesn't necessarily mean that you take skill-based matchmaking out. It means you put better rewards in comp, rework comp, rework trials. It, there's so many. One issue has like ten solutions. It's up to Bungie to figure out which one of those is going to be the best overall, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. what's feasible in time. Like the best solution might take twelve months to make. You're gonna wait that long? We've, just, we've, we've identified yeah, the Destiny community honestly not
0: really at it. yeah they're gonna wait that long because they've been here all along you know the double-edged yeah. sword for Bungie is is they have these people and everybody's bitching and complaining and pissing and moaning about everything but the reason for that is because is they built a game that everybody's so passionate about that everybody loves so deeply and is so invested in right mm. is the reason that you have all of this you know and the the, the, the worst part too is right now there there is no Trials right now right that's that's mm. not till what maybe next weekend does it finally come back probably well we've got we've got iron banner coming up next to the we iron banner coming up. Yeah, well let's we not start. go there yet because they're introducing a new game mode and we all know mm. how this is gonna go we know <laughs> yeah, how it's gonna yeah. go all yeah. right so we're gonna we're gonna leave right. iron banner out of it because that's gonna be a shit show all of its own right for better or for worse it's, it's gonna, gonna be happen. another conversation it's gonna be the fire up the twitter boys here comes iron banner
1: right? <laughs> with <laughs> eruption the doonies <laughs> are out here <laughs> right so
0: so so when trials does come back because all these people that would normally be playing that we're, they're all everybody's just playing control if you want pvp right now because there's no reason to go play the comp right absolutely no reason What are you just 5500 so you can have a number right that's it so there's no reason to go in there so everybody's just waiting for trials mm-hmm. and so uh, they're all just playing control because there's nothing else to fucking do so all that stuff is just like super hyper focused
2: on the skill-based mm-hmm. matchmaking issue yeah yeah there's a drought of other things to have an opinion on and like <laughs> people like are, people aren't going to talk about the good things because they don't want right. those to, like you, you we talk about the negative things and things we want to be changed so that is always what's at the forefront right like you got to give it some like some credit like people are passionate about the game that's why they get up in arms and you know with their with their, their opinions on it that's that's good you know because people care about the game being better that's always a good thing but i, I get tired of it. i've been i've been playing destiny like we talked about this earlier like before i think it was before the podcast like we've been playing this game so long i'm just happy to wait. i know they'll get to it they'll fix it we were it the, i was there when waiting between house of wolves and taking king and d1 i can chill yep. yeah yeah i'll go try and glitch the raid or something like that with my man right, right. or, or, or god forbid we play another video game other than destiny um yeah you know, what? what what
0: you shut what? your mouth you shut okay. your mouth right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's perfectly. Yeah. You're honestly one hundred percent right. I mean, yeah. we preach it all the time on this show. Just it's yeah. okay. End of a season's built for playing other games. Y'all. <laughs> it's
2: yeah. People just need to be a little bit more kind kinder to themselves. And it's I'll put it on I'll put the, the one back thing back on Bungie though. The FOMO in the video game has gotten big. There are right. so many triumphs, yeah. seals, yeah. collectibles, things to buy <laughs> bright does. There's too much. I am yeah, overwhelmed. So. Yeah, sometimes you just fire it up, and you don't know
0: which way you want to turn or which thing you want to do. You're oh, like, oh, yeah. do I need to go here and do this? Okay, now I got to get this Taipan. pan. I got to craft this thing. Somebody said it's really good at firing line and the raid. I got to go do that. Uh, I got to get these red borders. I like this friggin' law. Uh, you know, it's just like I get the same thing. It's like, oh my god, what mm-hmm. am I gonna do?
1: I still haven't I got my exotic glaives yet, bro. I still have. Yeah, done
0: no, it.
3: yeah. Last season,
0: yeah, I yeah. got the one, and last season because I was, I think I was prepping for this season, so I was just running a lot of wellspring for bounties, right, and doing stuff like that. And so I ran a shit ton of those, dude. I never got one of those other glaives to drop. I just got the first one for the Titan. I ran it on all three characters, right, doing all that stuff. Never saw one pattern drop. And I was wow. like, man, I ain't doing this. I ain't. No. Mm-mm. Sorry. I'll see at the end of the season. I'm prepping for next season. We'll see what happens. But I am not going <laughs> for those anymore. Fuck those glaives.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, man, it's 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 crazy with them glaives man. I, I want them now because of r three for the for the the hunter one, but I just got too much going on right now. Like, I, it's gonna have to be an end of the season grind for me for that one.
0: No, exactly. Just do you're it when prepping.
1: Right, right, yeah. right. But I want to definitely he spit, put spit my bars when it comes to skill based match making. You know, I got on it. I got into it uh, last night. I finally step and dip my toe back into Crucible for this season, because I've always been a PvP main, I get trials I go flawless, I do that stuff Um, but uh, you know, just jumping in and uh seeing it first, first time, and remind you, I haven't played PvP this season, so just jumping back in, trying some weapons out and went to control let me see what everybody talking about so, I went in, you know, played I saw it was getting very heated uh, in that game, I'm like wait, hold on, hold on. So, uh, you know, I, I lost that match. I dropped low numbers. I was like, okay, I know uh, I know the reason why I'm dropping these numbers because I haven't played uh, PVP since the season launch, and you know uh, I'm warming up. So every time I warm up, okay, I'm I'm always gonna be a little bit terrible. And then once I warm up, then I'm in my mode. So I get play the next game. And it was doing really good. I was doing pretty good. Even though it was a tough match, you know, some people was folding and dropping like flies. I stayed kind of consistent and was getting my ground and uh, popping them. Especially I pulled out my my trials loadout because I was tired of getting smacked by people. So, you know, I started playing my trials loadout and stuff like that and, and really, really getting advantage. But, you know, I can see where people can get frustrated, but I also can see where it's like, okay, you as a player need to start Stepping up so that way you can be better. This is the time now to start really honing in honing in your skills uh in Crucible. We can't just complain, oh, it's because of this, and it's making it toxic. I want to just go in and sweep the whole new light base and have fun. No, they did this for a reason, and this is a good because in hindsight. I can see where this can take them to the point where they can start you know, more people want to jump into trials. More people want to jump into to to a uh, competitive because okay, we're making the casual thing not as casual anymore. We're putting now the guys in the upper echelon are starting to jump in and, and play with just their regular people, which will in turn make you better as a player because you're playing with experienced guys who are at the top that got KDs like crazy. You know, this is this is a good idea. I think it is a good idea. Yes, there's things that need to be tweaked and whatever. We all know this. But I think it's a great start for me. I, I really I'm like I'm liking it because of the challenge. You know, I don't always like to be swept sweeping stuff, you know. That's for me personally. I don't always like to. I like a little challenge. I want to be on the edge of my seat saying I'm gonna get them. You mm. know, I, I, I like that, that feel because I play stuff like trials and I love those feats that I make uh when I'm playing the trials. Oh, I sniped him. Oh, I know he's mad now. Like things like that. I love that, <laughs> you know, it, but I, I really I'm I'm fine with this because a lot of people was on edge when they it was outraged when they introduced we're going to do a loose type of skill based match waking to see for this season. You already heard the cries out there on the Bird app with people like, I don't know, this is a good idea. But people are loving it. There's people loving it and there's people that don't like it. And I think the people that really don't like it, they're not seeing a bigger picture of the whole thing, how it can actually benefit, you know, the whole PvP experience. Because as uh, what's his name, uh, Glasses, when he was the, the head, you know, he would say, "Stay no. I don't. We don't want Destiny to be a, a e-sport or anything like that. But now we can have a different conversation once they get this thing together. Because now you know, now that he's out of the way, and you got, you got a new guy here that's holding it down. It's new. It's a. It can be a different conversation, especially once they start getting a lot of things implemented for for PvP. We could jump in that space." We could do that. So having Crucible and control start to feel more competitive, like I'm down with that. I'm down with that for sure. You know. So Sergio, what you think, man? Are you down with it, or are you just like, uh, what's up? It looks like he might be communing with the witness right now. <laughs>
2: sorry, is that uh, me? <laughs> 30 30 I just think just probably, muted.
1: Yeah, he probably communicated with the witness. Well, how <laughs> can that be? But yeah, yeah. man, <laughs> I definitely you're like, think.
2: Of... Well, you talking about your experiences with a, a skill-based matchmaking. Like, I tried. So I've been. I played a lot of PvP. I just love just five an hour, and I definitely noticed the the game's difference. Right, like.
1: Yeah, you not noticed. necessarily
2: sweaty, but the points, like. Okay, okay. Before this season, I'd see a lot of mercies because being in in Oceania, being in Australia, our player base is quite small. Um, okay. If you play outside of the peak times, you will get matched from like within here to Japan because it's a similar time zone. Singapore, um, you just and so our matchmaking quality is a lot worse just in general outside yeah. of skill based matchmaking. However, I have noticed a lot more games that stay within ten to fifteen points of each other. That are going down to the line. And they're actually quite fun because they're engaging games rather than being like 40, 50 points, you're like, eh, whatever. I guess I'll right. just go and play a mini-game and just try to like camp a spot and like, you know, do something, do stupid stuff and ignore the game mechanics. I feel like I'm more engaged with the actual controlled match than just fighting people when the when the score is a bit closer.
3: Right. Because I Absolutely. get frustrated
2: with control. I hate I hate how <laughs> This is like I, 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 control is very very objective based. Like it right. for me, I, I rant about this on stream at least once a fortnight. That it teaches players to trade negatively. Like mm-hmm. if you have two zones, you just run at people. You just right, trade right. one for one or go negative, and you will still win a game. It teaches people not to play their life and play well, which I don't think helps people when they trans transition to comp or trials because you've got bad habits, and I think that's that doesn't help the player. I liked it in um like in the Iron Banner stuff, like where it locks down the zones and things. So you get like the, the objective comes in and out of the game. And I like that. So you have to have moments where you want to like, you know, actually play your life a little bit, which will teach you how to play trials and comp. So you might have a better experience. That's that's my theory. I know it's just me just armchair designing on the side, but mm. I've had better gains in comp uh, sorry, in in control this season because the scores have been a bit tighter, a little bit more engaged with the um the mechanics of it. Um, still in yeah. a couple of games that kind of blow out um, but um, I haven't seen the quitting as much I know I'm probably not in the upper echelon because I tend to play off meta I don't like running Omni Oculus Lord of Wolves although I did it at the end of last season for Trials because I got frustrated like alright putting in the, I'm putting it on and then the whole world changed, <laughs> it became a lot easier running the, the hyper meta stuff Like I just love running around with a hand cannon and a sniper that's my thing, regardless of what the meta is, That's that's what I really enjoy And so being able to run that and be a slightly above average player, the experience is pretty okay so far. I'm going to give it like a bit of time once the population dips, you know, Mm -hmm. a few factors come out of it, but I don't think, yeah, I think give it time, give it breathing space. Cause I think people are also now when they're playing comp, uh, playing control, they're going to be looking for the things going wrong. They're going to be looking for the quitters. They're going to be looking for it. So that opinion is just across the entire reddit twitter community which is only a fraction of destiny's community they're going to be looking for it having confirmation bias so it's still good to have the feedback i still think they should still keep talking about it but i just get tired man I'm getting older just i'm enjoying the game just chill you're
1: old and calm. tired now <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> i'm not that old but like bungie doesn't have a vetted interest in like trying to bamboozle us or make it worse right they want right. the game to be good like yeah, Those that think like they, they talked about the numbers in the Twabs. Hey, Crucible numbers are up, you know. And, but, and people, I saw multiple in, uh, content creators go, ah, oh, they're trying to bamboozle us. Bungie, like, huh? but, you know, it's not because you made skill based <laughs> matches, it's because of Fortnite and it's been this. And it's like, it's the beginning of the season. Bungie literally said in the same type, yeah, it's, we're going to check because we've got other numbers. It's early season. The numbers are probably inflated. So let's give it a minute. They, like, read. Yeah, everyone's right, a titan main right. no. when it comes to reading the twab <laughs> hey man like <laughs> crayons up their noses look, i thought look see look i'm dev ranting again oh god <laughs> well it's just it's just frustrating man it's not hard to read the next couple paragraphs and, and bring oh, the context yeah. to it I, look it makes good content makes drama makes good content and that's unfortunately there's like a little bit of that happening. And so then mm-hmm. that, that has that kick on. And it's like, come on, man. Be nice to Bungie just a little bit. They're trying. Right. But like...
1: They're going to ask the, the uh, employees to come after you. You're yeah. going to be like...
2: This <laughs> hey, man. Look, like, I still respect <laughs> like the content creators stuff what they're doing. It's just, it's... Um, you just can't control what everyone does. Right. And like... You can't. I'd like to call like... It's just an echo chamber All the opinions. Let's so just call it a barrel of monkeys, man. The Destiny community, PVP, it's a barrel of monkeys all shouting, screaming. You can't hear a word. Hey, um, it just, it's why just. You yeah. guys? <laughs> you know.
1: Listen,
2: but it's get yeah, it. We'll get there, know. and like, yeah. <laughs> Calm down, oh, no, man. I'm just gonna go try and click heads and enjoy, you know, the new snipers and <laughs> the raid and stuff. Man.
1: Oh yeah. I'm still trying to get my my defiance. Yeah, it's been my favorite one.
2: Dude, I got the got the snap moving target roll. It's it's not bad. It's pretty nice. I'm I'm like three out of five on crafting it. <laughs> That's all I want. It's all I want right now. I'm not gonna get touch of malice. I just feel it. So.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. I hope. Yeah, it'll happen eventually. Together. We'll uh, yeah, man. You 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 touching on you touching on some things, man, for sure. You know, you keeping it at the thousand. And like I said, this this is what we're about. We keep we gonna keep it real. Mm. We're not just gonna sit here and uh we we don't. Sitting bullshit people
2: or
1: you know <laughs> <laughs> code everything and hey yeah, yeah, you know yeah. no, we don't
2: do that we're gonna keep it it's real it, it, but it, it takes it a minute to hang. warm up Right, right. No, it's just like yeah i'm, I'm just passionate like because like Me too. having a background in game design like i'm passionate about this stuff i love seeing how people interact with a game and like when you turn mm-hmm. a few knobs in, in the back end how, how that affects how people you know enjoy things like that's cool and interesting to me and it's like it's just such a shame when people just Bungie showed us a lot they they give us a lot they should they, they lift they pull the code like, this is what we're doing in the background and we mm-hmm. kind of burnt Bungie this year you know we won't i don't want to go into that too much because that's like a whole thing we can see the talk forever but it's we just take it for granted how much goes into it, every little change and bit of work you know they can't just ship a change in a week you know? no Build the features do the qa do all the things there's so much and so many people are involved and so right, that's why like did. i tend to try and keep quiet about it on stream and you know, it's like i don't want to be the know-it-all you know
1: <laughs>
2: junior game junior game designer going ah eh, don't yell at us um it's it's just knowing a little bit about what's behind goes on behind the scenes it gives you a lot more understanding and generosity and like and patience um oh yeah it's sure. bungee Bungie have tried and you know they tried to show us this stuff but we kind of then just take it in the wrong direction and arm share instead but yeah that's, that's true. right bungee's learned lessons in that area so you know the whole industry is watching that stuff
1: they are yeah. and that's the thing
0: Instead of people like bitching so much about little things that don't matter, they should realize that throughout the course of the last like three years in a pandemic that everybody's gone through, I mean, we've all seen what the industry itself mm. has gone through. Right, games getting delayed, games that are still not out yet, play PS fives that people can't get a hold of. Right, oh so on and so on and so on. But yet, Bungie has consistently it. delivered a game for mm-hmm. us to play, season in a season out, with very very little, yeah. And which
2: queen? Witch Queen was deployed like fully remote. That blew my mind when they mentioned that. I saw it, I saw it in a tweet or TWAB. But it was fully remote. Uh, they, they they deployed Witch Queen. That's that's crazy. The quality and like polish, like the only thing that they really, I, I, that notably they dropped was they even said the crafting system didn't, they ran out of time, they had to sc- scope it back. And that's why it was kind of garbage when it, we got it. And then they adjusted it again, simplified it. You know, so that, you know that that's the one thing that kind of suffered, but that's just that's normal. There's so much left on the cutting room floor in uh, in game dev. You you shaft features. You have to drop stuff to get things out the door. And like yeah, Witch Queen was incredible. All remote, like it, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. So credit where credit's due. You know, we don't talk about the good stuff uh, often I enough. Mean, yeah. Just just every once in a while, people just need to step back,
0: take a second, pause, yeah. and realize that. You you playing this game, you have received, you have been eating well compared to people in other communities.
1: <laughs> Facts. You have been yeah. eating real well. You know, you got the platter, all, you got everything. Bunch well, what's the problem?
0: children. <laughs> yeah, We've just all just been spoiled, man. man just spoiled.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's like, you got a lot. What more what do you want from them? It's like, come on, now. at the end of the day, yes, do we understand the PvP community Yes, we understand that the PvP community needs a little bit of work. We're they're working on it. You know, as we speak. They're doing a lot more. They're more vocal than they used to be, which is great. You know, when it comes when it comes to PvP. We used to get we used to be quiet. Now, you know, they're making these efforts. So it's like chill out.
4: I was Don't just worry. communing with the witnesses and I had a dream that there's gonna be a new subclass one day.
1: Hey, man, I told you you yeah, gotta stop listening yeah, to Callus, bro. Yeah, it's
0: February 28th, uh, 2023.
1: You listening to Callus too much, bro? <laughs> how
4: you be doing? Yeah, I just got back. I just got back from the future, and uh, man, it sucks. <laughs>
1: oh, man. I uh, guess we're gonna live in the now, now, for right now. But yeah, I mean, yeah, You. I mean, I did wanna ask you, uh, Sergio, you know, about. Your thoughts on the skill-based maximization type thing? Uh, What you think of it? Have you jumped into Crucible this season? And all that good stuff.
4: I mean, so I'm more of a PvE type guy. uh, Because, okay, so, you know, um, some people don't like a lot of PC gamers when it comes to, uh, the you know, the desk. Because... People think they're a little more agile, more deadly. Man, I've been playing keyboard, and mouse for about a month now since I switched from console to PC, and man, I, I, I'm terrible. I haven't gotten any better. <laughs> you know, I, I, and and mainly because I did it personally for aesthetics, right? Because um, uh, the way you just I, I just. I don't know I, I think I do better on a smaller screen and although I could hook up my controller and play that way I'm trying to get back into uh, trying a new thing I'm not trying to let my age of being a 30 year old man define me anymore You're dirty? <laughs> trying oh my to... god no I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah I know I'm trying I'm really just trying to get back into um, you know, just 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 loving you know, the whole you know community of Destiny, right? It's has pretty I thought cool. I was about right? to say
1: you better get back into sitting in your rocket chair, but like, um, well, he, he I mean, dude, right I
4: now. mean, I have a Harmon and Cardin chair. It's
1: it's like a rocking chair.
4: This thing is super comfy, man. I sleep sometimes, and <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, I think they may they do do a pretty good job because I did try a little bit of um, uh, free for all yesterday, and uh, I will say the worse I got, the better I got. If that makes any sense, nice. right? So the worse I did throughout, like the probably played twelve matches. So the, probably when I got to match eight. I was killing it because at that point they probably put me in a bot lobby or something. Right. <laughs> cause I'm like, uh, my hands are hurting because like you know, cause you, eh, if you're not used to keyboard and mousing besides like my full-time job, that's all. I mean, I, I work in tech, so I'm always on a keyboard and mouse, but I don't really, I'm not like sitting there like moving like a thousand things a second. Right. But by the time I got to about match 12 yesterday, man, I you couldn't stop me, man. I, you know, they either put me with like the worst players, and uh, I would say every player is not a bad player, but they probably put me in the
1: level comparable to my skill level,
4: and that's where I thrived very
1: well. There you go, there you go, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, man, it's it, it, that is a great synopsis of it, made for sure. Yeah, man, like I said, you know, Destiny community, listen, calm down. Breath, whatever you need to do and hold on you know you, you don't want to overdo things and overdo over say things and you, you end up texting and doing what you normally do we, we, we don't need to do that come on
4: yeah and i think Bungie has been doing like a good job of like listening to like uh people right because like as soon yeah. as like the um like the resilience issue and then like the pinnacle issues with some of the, uh, like the the um the master level catch crash thing, like they fixed that they fixed that stuff pretty quickly you know, mm-hmm. so I think things are getting better. I mean yeah, Paul Tassie made a whole like like uh, page about the whole uh, resilience thing, but you know. Did uh, he know? He did, he did, dude. You know that. You you know that dude's just waiting for something to happen, right? He's just like, shit, shit. What can I? All right, let me not be mean, but you know what I'm saying. He's just waiting for something. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I I think the community is being heard, and I think, um, uh, man, Destiny's gonna be the place to be. You know, at least for me. For the foreseeable future, Um, I have so much other stuff to catch up on, you know. Because like, Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I I, the new season, the new seasonal stuff, Lightfall looks great, but I'm still doing like the 30th anniversary. I just got done with the Witch Queen, you know. Like, I'm still
1: behind. Yeah. You're gonna catch Um, up, my main man.
4: Oh man, I'm trying, dude. I'm trying.
1: Yeah. That's a good thing, you know. Always keeping it a thousand, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we got the numbers, and also about the uh the whole uh thing that I've seen, uh, with people talking about the, old oh, people leaving matches, and control them like. Oh, what is okay, first on? of all, I hate
4: that thing. Uh... Really have questionable internet sometimes, and I I do I, I love a good gambit match. You know, everyone that I've talked to on Twitter, there no one really likes. <laughs> they me, gotta do right? something better with it, so
1: man. it. I mean,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I get Gambit's that, but
0: fine. What's wrong with it? I Thank love you. it.
4: Thank you. See, that's why yeah. I like Ronan.
2: Ronan's my it's not that bad. It's not the gambit. It's my teammates.
4: Well, see, yeah. that's the thing, though. So you're either <laughs> you have, like, a ragtag of friends that you always roll with, right? There's, like, no in-between, mm-hmm. right? Or it's that yeah. one random, that just one random dude that you have.
2: I need to get 15 moats quick. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, it, look, okay, I'm going to interject. <laughs> My issue with Gambit is that, like, the invade nodes at the top of the screen, are just they're not very important. So you'll have, like, was like, hey, we could invade and kill them, get all their motes. But the dude's got like 13 modes. And he's like, no, nah, dude, I, I got to go to the other side of the map, get these last two. He's like, dude, we just need the invade. But like, it's just not really important in the UI. It's like a tiny little flashing sliver. If the UI made it more important, I think that would get solved. Because I get frustrated, man. I'm like, cool, I'm going to go invade, slay out, we're going to win. And it's like, then we get invaded instead. And that that's, that's my Gambit experience. I play it solo a lot. I don't really rock a team in Gambit. So that's oh, it's on dude, me. You should it's you should
4: me. I will invite you to hang out with my <laughs> little group of friends. Um and we're so very dysfunctional. Gambit. We're very dysfunctional, yeah. but
2: it's fun. You know. Yeah, it's just it's it's just count, count to 10. Count, oh, What is it? 40 now is the invade marker. Just count to 40. 35. It's 35. 35, 35, 35 whatever it is. Yeah. Cuz Gambit is a game I love the concept. It's very cool. The boss a boss rush is fun. Mm-hmm but man i mauled more than in that than any other game mode
1: we just need people
2: yeah <laughs> friends know <laughs> what i'm playing the game but in the background they hear me cussing and just like yelling at randy running off into the distance forest run with these 12 modes like dude come back come back
4: uh, damn i feel like he just called out like everything i do because it depends on the day right <laughs> like on the it just depends on the day like i'm either like I'm either like shit. I need to get fifteen modes. I can't leave. I can't invade or I can't do anything else until and then it's like, oh shit, we're getting invaded. Then I have to go hide because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but when I get when we get invaded, I just like I get like so nervous. Like I physically start sweating because I'm like, I, <laughs> well,
2: I so, don't... someone's hunting you, man. They see Yeah, I know. don't want to lose there's, 15 votes.
4: There's
0: something to keep in mind, Sergio. The fifteen moat the 15 moat thing is an easy trap to fall into but once you realize that it's more valuable to send it a, a 10 moat
2: over there than a 15 moat most of the time you can just go for that it's the bounties that do it for me like it's just they keep putting the bounties in there that tell you you got to put these big blocks and you got to do thing it's like the the bounties pull away from like the optimal strategies which i think that that sucks as well like people know like, oh, i want to do my dailies i got to get my bounties and my pinnacles and it's like the game mode i think the design is butting heads with itself it's biting it slapping itself on the face yeah i don't know yeah i I,
4: I could see that yeah but overall
0: Dumb shit they make you do is like, go use this, uh, a, a Pulse rifle, kill, kill 25 enemies with a scout rifle. Like, who wants <laughs> to do that in Gambit? I don't want to fuck around with a scout <laughs> rifle in Gambit. If I'm invading, maybe, right? But not just shooting fucking high with it.
2: No thanks. Good with that one. Yeah, I'd apologize. I think Gambit's a trigger for me, apparently. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's
4: totally cool, man. This is in line with everything I see. I'm like, hey, you guys want to be friends? All right. You want to go on Gambit, man? uh unfriend and I don't hear from them ever again. You know, so uh, there, there's <laughs>
0: like you're talking about the invader thing of people invading, but yeah, long Gabi, ago Gabi, I decided Gabi. like one of my great joys in the but is like it's just
1: and uh, I like it.
4: they just need to give it some Yeah I, it some I, I can else. see that I, I it would be like 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 a new map would be cool at the very least. Yeah. Like,
2: give me the give me the old ones Two maps. Like bring two, back like some of the three old that weapons. The, rotation. the Dreaming City one.
1: Then yeah. Oh yeah.
2: One. I used to, down to that down the pit all the time.
1: They need to do like they did uh Days of Eternity. Hey, we're bringing back Night and all these other weapons, but we're gonna update the pool, give them origin traits, and 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 then mm-hmm. also we're gonna put yeah. two two new uh maps in there. You know, I give wouldn't be surprise. Right.
2: I'd be surprised that we got that like by lightfall. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. That's why I'm wondering what they're gonna do for uh you know the, the next season. Maybe they might add a couple mm. things. I hope.
2: Yeah, because I don't think we've seen Gambit changes really, like a heavy one, since like reckoning left, really. Yeah. It's facts. just been like they merged it Gambit Prime and the and the regular mode into itself, and it's kind of it's kind of been much the same by the recent like Invader number changes. They
1: say, "Hey, here he goes. Here's the update." I, I
4: do that like invading ahead. though. That's like like my favorite thing to do. Feels I'm not so- very yeah.
2: good, but I like it. Okay, but okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna judge you. Do you use xenophage when you invade? I don't know. Oh, good. I, we to be friends. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I hate using xenophage so much. <laughs> you used to be Galahorn, now it's Cenophage again.
1: They're going to be like, we're going to have to nerf this because um, the toxicity.
4: <laughs> I Get think it? I know the map so well, I just like to sneak up behind people and just stab them with the glaive. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just me. And I they feel the frustration when they come over and try to invade. Um, But, you know, I I think I just know the map so well. That's the one thing I will say. I can't get a damn kill for anything in a player versus player environment. But when it's like PVE slash invading, because I know like, I'm going to say I hide, but I'm like a ninja almost, right? I get decent kills, you know. I have maybe about uh, an average of, you know, kill per match on Gambit if it lasts that long. You know, mm. so that's the one thing I will say I'm decent on. But that's it. Anything else, your shit out of luck. <laughs> P will tell you, man. Kings Fall. We were like, huh? What? You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. We and, and and it wasn't even like like we didn't even get past that, was it the totem or whatever? We didn't even get past that. Right, right. And we were like there for like four hours. But
1: it was fun. We was close. It was really we were close fun. at one
4: point. We were very close, but it was fun. It, I got to meet new people, and it was fun. Like, so no one was getting mm-hmm. really mad at each other. We, we were just all oh. laughing at one point.
1: Right. Hey, no. <laughs> yeah, he had a good time, and, and, and that's what it's all about. Well, the problem
4: with with, with uh, Mr. Carlisle here, he's like, hey, man, just just one more time. And one more time turns into <laughs> 5, 6 a.m., and I'm just like, the damn birds are chirping time. right now. Yeah, see, and he says it's so nice, too, and you're just like, all right. I not <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, I got the Carlisle effect, as they say. <laughs> I encourage.
4: Hey, you better trademark that.
1: Uh, yes, I definitely. The Carlisle effect. You heard it first, guys, from yours truly. But, I mean, we had fun, man. We definitely had fun. And, like I said, he is in a great spot right now. It's, it's fun. We The Kings fall doing their thing, loving it, having a good time. And I'm sure hard mode is gonna come out sometime uh during this season. You know, so you got that to add on to. Hard mode and all the other things. So it, it's gonna be a fun time. It's it's we're having a good time. I'm loving the uh thing. And apparently uh they're saying there's gonna be some kind of community event as well in the end of the season. You know, so I'm looking forward to that. We got Mex coming, you know, next next month. We're with festival the loss? Everybody forgot about that.
2: I oh, did. I'm ready to wrap yeah. the Halloween costumes.
1: Yeah, Max, Max, we finally here.
0: Yeah, I forgot about it because I don't want fucking Mex to begin with. So,
1: yeah,
0: fuck off, dude. Mechs. I love mechas, man. I'm all for it. Well, I mean, they're yeah, cool. Me I just feel like as a Titan, I run around as a fucking mecha, ninety-five percent. Yeah, this, this like, is true.
2: Thought... Yeah, my hunter yeah. gets to look like a robot, though. I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I finally got into the Robo style. Uh, recently, with my hunter, I mostly was looking like a uh, a commando type guy. <laughs> but uh,
0: he's got lots yeah. of spandex and wetsuits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, well, we need to have a ninja costume eventually. We, we need that. Just out here looking like they're about to go swimming. Michael Phelps, <laughs> <What>
0: a... <laughs> it was like Shark Week every week,
1: right? Right. I'm like, well, we got to, we got to change this up. What's going on here? But uh anywho, uh definitely, uh, that's pretty much it, man. For the for the twelve and everything like that. Like I said, it was a black. <laughs> coming on the show man had a great time man
2: yeah i've actually had a lot of fun I'm, I'm nice and relaxed now i was really nervous yeah. uh which I, I always get but like um that's been fun i really pre- I, thanks so much for having me on and yeah whoever the, whoever the hell recommended me uh yeah thanks but um no absolutely pleasure to chat with you all and just get involved and just talk about a video game we like you know easy yeah man It's easy
1: and that's what we're all about man we always like to relax. People have great conversations and see where things go. And that's the cool thing about it. We, we, we all just, we we got things that we got to get off our chest, but we like to have fun too. And talk about our fun experiences and always keep it a thousand wherever it need be. And that's what we're all about. You know, you see a lot of other podcasts out there. They got some really good podcasts in the Destiny community. But uh, you know, I feel like we do a lot of different things, especially our voices and what we what we say. And I would keep real, because you know, there are some of those podcasts out there that you know they, they might they may brush on a couple of things that are problems, give you a couple of reasons, but they don't really go in depth and really have those serious discussions. Mm. And what's going on in the community, you really don't see too many people, you know, chiming in on the community because we, we're we Destiny and we're the community as well. If something's going on in the community, we should always talk about it. You know, this is definitely important. You know, and give lessons when we can. People can, you can learn a lot. You know, so that, that that's what makes us a little different from all your other uh, mainline podcasts. We like to have fun, give story lessons, you know, great life lessons. Either if we're reacting to uh, creating satire from the community, or you know, something that might have happened, we're always for it. That's that's what we do. But uh, and also, speaking of uh, things going to the community, guys, definitely go out there and put your gold on because it is mm-hmm. the children's uh, mental health awareness. You know. They got cancer going on with the kids, and we want to support these guys, these little tikes, and these new lights. You know, especially if they got something going on, let's give them a little hope. Uh, flex your, let's let's flex your gold out here. I want to see more gold wearing hunters and titans and warlocks out here, guys. Definitely support them. Get your best gold look and flex it on flex it on the bird app, man. Show, show everybody. I want to see as many gold titans and hunters and warlocks in the tower chilling, vibing, kicking it, doing raids. We, we got to support the children, man. They matter. So I definitely wanted to say that thing. But Ash, since uh, we always give a final segment to the guests themselves and we always say the floor is yours and basically just tell us what's going on, what you got, how you can follow you and all that good stuff so with that being said the floor is yours mommy
2: man oh man uh yeah so i'm ashraven blue stream on twitch i play destiny too but i just like sharing things that i like you know share my hobbies things i'm passionate about And that's mostly destiny but a few other things like ashraven blue that's the handle on it on twitter on on uh on twitch as well and uh, yeah come find me there um come and chat just come and hang out tell me what you like doing you know other than destiny that's always the way you find the interesting things in people, man. It's, um, yep. Yeah. So I appreciate the time, man. It's been awesome.
1: Hey, I appreciate you, man. And I'm glad you came on, man. It's a fun experience. And having you on was a classic. You know how we do, we don't miss, man. Last City Rare is always out here <laughs> doing man. and making waves, man. I'm telling you, we the next saga, man, yeah. you're going to see us, man on the top mm-hmm. of the destiny directory <laughs> the trajectory we going so
2: that's, that's it, what man.
1: we want that's what we want to get to man and have fun doing it that's what it's all about at the end of the day if you can have fun you know talk with different people and see their different experiences and how they came into the game shoot that's a win in itself to me so you know i appreciate everybody and I hope everyone have a wonderful Sunday morning. Go ahead and take out that king, Oryx. If you haven't already, go play some Plunder Some Booty and Catch Crash. Or knock out some of those that, that grocery list that you have that you got to do in Destiny. Whatever it is, man. Have fun doing it and hope everyone have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday morning. And that is it. We'll see you later.